listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. Alright, what's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth, baby. We're back. Full house tonight. Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. I'm Daddy Cool AC. With me, the co-host, the professor, Mr. Whitehouse. What is up, my brother? Good evening. What is up? And he's back. Finally, all the house. Yes, he's back. He's out of the lab. He combed his hair and everything. The one and only, the mastermind behind Cool Truth News, Mr. Hollywood Edwards. Blading for Truth, what is up, my brother? Brothers and sisters, what's going on? And and before we get into this AEW stuff, we got we have to bring up now the co-host of Monday Night Marks with the, uh, the with the young young Max, the young Q. What are we calling him? The young Q. And, the, the Young uh, Max Q, it's all good. The Young Max Q, very good show. You can find it on the, uh, you can find it on the Spreaker, the iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, it's a good listen. You guys are doing uh, basically the Monday Night Wars, starting with the first Nitro ever, and then working your way through it. Very good stuff. Yes, thank you very much. It's a, uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun thing to do. I think fun little project. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're back in Dunkin' Donuts. All right. I'm sure. I'm sure you have some guests. We've been we've been tussling some ideas of maybe you guys having some guest hosts at times. When that happens, we might let you know about it here on Cool Truth. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I think that would be a lot of fun having like a rotating door. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and if you if you're a younger wrestling fan out there that has never kind of seen those shows or you kind of know about it but you don't know all about it they're giving you some details but really just watching the show and breaking it down um and i actually listen to your shows and then watch the shows after um so i i know it's going to happen but i i I don't know why i do it that way but that's the way i've been doing it maybe i'll reverse it and see if it's better i don't know We'll, we'll see how it works out and i have to say i i know i texted you this yesterday um, watching these shows, I, I, it just makes me think: if they never pulled the pulled the trigger and turned Hogan heel and started that N- NWO thing, like listen, we know that's the history. Um, other things could have happened, but that that started the chain reaction of Nitro getting so big and Vince having to kind of revamp what he was doing. You get Austin, and then after that, you get The Rock. We might not have had any of that, and we might not be talking about wrestling right now as we speak. Because I got to tell you, those shows are fucking horrible back then. Mm. <laughs> I think they're terrible. Mm. <laughs> That's just my, it's crazy. my take on it. <laughs> it's crazy that could have happened. The yeah. the effect of everything that happened, man. If it didn't happen the way it happened, who knows what wrestling would look like right now? Yeah, you you it, it, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, obviously you have talented guys at the top spots in both companies, but it just the the shows just aren't like I, I'm sure business will pick up as you as you get going here. Um, it probably take 
I don't know how many episodes. You're probably going to have to do, you know, 30 or 40 episodes before it really starts to pick up and you get to the outsider's right. angle. But it'll be interesting to see how much better it gets. Because, I mean, I watched it back then, but I'm, I'm going on. I, I think I, I have this, like, memory that everything was awesome. And then you watch mm-hmm. it back and it's like, well, you know, they did botch things back then. And they did have shitty promos. And then you wonder why did they do some of the things they do. And some weird DQs and non-DQs. And, you know, even had a match with a DQ of guy after the match. <laughs> it's just, it was Sabu. It was like, what the hell am I watching in some in I felt some like respect? I was talking, uh, I felt like I was talking about AEW. In some yeah, in some, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But while we're on the subject, perfect segue. Thank you, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. AEW Dynamite this week was the... What do they call it? The beach bash? Beach, beach break? Beach break. And, uh, yeah, beach break. Um, it was okay. Uh, I think there was a couple really cool things that happened. The ending was awesome. Uh, but overall, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say I was blown away. That's my take on it. I, I really don't know how you guys feel. We didn't talk much about it, so it would be cool to get your takes there. Uh, but White House, why don't you kick us off here? Your little overview of what what you thought about Beach Break. I think it's if I, I all overall, I thought the show was better than last week's when we were talking about last week's on uh, on Sunday. Um, but I mean, again, I think it's a common theme of AEW. There's a there's quite a few good things. There's a few bad things. And you know, and it's just a smorgasbord for for the good and the bad. And it's just, I think this week it was, I think it's fifty fifty, the good and the bad. But I think the really good, you know, the ending kind of outweighs and makes you think the show was really really good. When in fact, I think it was just, I was expecting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I thought there was there were quite a few good things but a couple things i'm like uh scratch my head on hollywood your thoughts this was one of the more frustrating episodes for me because not because of just overall but because i think one of the worst segments in the past i don't know few years (laughs) you could argue was on this show and one of the best matches in the past few years, you could argue was on this show. Mm-hmm. And boy, if that's not saying <laughs> that's not that's a fair review for what, where AEW is at right now. I think. Yeah, yeah, it kind of fits the it kind of fits what they're doing. Um, well, let's get into it. We'll break it down segment by segment. Uh, White House, why don't you kick us off with uh, what we started off with? Uh, show opened with the tag team battle royal winner. The winning the tag team that wins this battle royal will go on to Revolution end of February and get a uh, title shot. Or if the Young Bucks happen to repeat, they will go on and pick that tag team that they want to uh, wrestle. Point. Yeah, their opponent at Revolution. Um, I thought it was. I thought this one was a little. I th- thought this one was better than the one from last year. Um, I think 
for me, it was more, I don't know if you guys remember last year's, but it was, I thought it was a given that the Young Bucks were going to win it. And then this year, I know, you know, our group texts were going back and forth. I threw it out, out an idea. And AC stance is, it's AEW, don't overthink it. It's not. It's the obvious. Um, his go-to. His go-to yeah. phrase. Yeah. And, and nine times out of ten, it's sure enough. That's. It's exactly how how that plays out. But I'll tell you, there was a couple spots in here, guys, that I really I, I liked. Um, uh, Silver keeps making a name for himself. He eliminates Hager. Um, and then uh, uh, there was another point where uh, the Good Brothers. They come down, and Matt. Before I get there, guys, did you notice how how quick Matt got tossed? Yeah, it was very early in the match. It was very early. Uh, that was that surprised me. Um, and then and then there was a spot where I don't remember which uh, private party guy it was. I, um, not the color hair, not with the colorful hair one. Or, the other Isaiah one, Isaiah Cassidy. Thank you. Um, Good Brothers comes down, and um, and, and you got uh, Gallows lowers the rope, and Cassidy goes over, and then you get Nick, you know, uh, jaw jacking with the Good Brothers about it, and then MJF and Jericho eliminate Nick, and see you later, Sayonara, Young Bucks, and uh, and then uh, Darius Martin towards you know now we're getting towards the end a little bit. But Darius Martin eliminates MJF. And then at this point, towards the end, we got three left. It's Darius Martin, which I thought was a good spot for him to be in, considering how young Top Flight is. Jericho and Sammy G. And Jericho, I think, went... I think the whole thing was supposed to be... He was trying to eliminate Darius... But he eliminates Sammy G by mistake, and now you're left with Jericho and uh, Darius. Judas Effect, boom, Darius, sayonara, and your winners, as I uh, I wanted it to go down this way, was Jericho, MJF, and Sammy G's walking out pissed. It's not how I was telling you it would go, but I think the same result. Yeah, pretty well, one, was, you, you were you were on to something there for sure. Yo, we got MJF Jericho at the same token, Sammy G pissed, which I thought was the result that needed to be if you were going to play it out that way. Yeah, um, a, a couple things. Well, I, and I think I think I kind of mentioned this. I, on, I don't know if I mentioned on the show or I talked about it with you guys through text. I'm, I'm just kind of over these battle royals, there's just too many of them. Uh, I, I would have gone again with some kind of tournament like they did for the main, with for the AEW title. I just think it's a better system. You could play it out over a couple weeks. Um, I still don't like the idea that the Young Bucks are in this match, especially eliminated the way they were. Like you said, Matt went out early. It was kind of like a whole home appearance for your tag team championship. Kind of weird. Uh, I'm just kind of over these these battle royals. Plus, I I would have not done it so close to the Royal Rumble. I I kind of just thought about that last night watching it, and I'm like, That's you know a what? Good point. If you're somebody who watches a lot of wrestling, I mean, you just went through 
you know, you went through um, cool. the Royal Rumble, two two Rumbles over the weekend already. Here it is a couple of days later. Now you have a Battle Royal. I know it's a different match, different rules. It's for a title shot. I get it. Um, and it, New Japan, even them, like their New Japan Rumble, they're doing it different differently now. Uh, they different, you know, different rules, different ways of bringing people in. You know, kind of carrying it over to two nights the way they did this year. Um, I, and I think I think they're probably thinking the same thing. Like people are getting sick of this kind of tired format, and it's kind of a tired format because it's used so much. So I can't say I was like overly into this match. Now they they did accomplish. You know some storyline stuff here, especially with Inner Circle. Uh, they they could have easily done that without having uh, a battle royal for the tag titles. You could have done you could have done the same thing with 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 the tournament, and, and you could have had all three Inner Circle teams in this in the tournament, which you could create you you could have created a situation where they face each other instead of doing it in just a regular match on. On Dynamite, so I think there's just a better way to go about this. I know all three of us love the AEW Championship Tournament, and we kind of thought at that time like this might be the way they go with these things for now, kind of creating their, you know, a big program while you know the champion could be could be in a program, but you could build up something that could bring his next challenger, whoever it may be. So I mean that it really didn't do a lot for me and. I mean, the match was okay, but I mean, what are we going to see in these matches we haven't seen? I don't know. Hollywood, your thoughts? Yeah, I totally agree on the point with the Royal Rumble. Just coming off the Rumble, man, I get it. They're probably thinking, well, we'll do it better. And I know it's a different match, but I mean, you know, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, I just saw a decent Rumble Sunday. Am I really going to be into this? You know, but the one thing I wanted to point out in this match was Jr. I know he's getting himself into trouble lately mm-hmm. with shit. But he pulled out another one. And I guess it was Tony that, that made the call with Private Party and the Silly String. Oh, yeah. And JR goes, did you hear that, kids? Silly String! And I thought to myself, he's still he's trolling stupidity on this show. Yeah. Yeah, he's just yeah. like we are because I thought the same thing. Please change that name; it's like ridiculous. But anyway, I don't think we or I, or I would have done the same thing with the inner circle. But right from the start, they had two dark order teams and three inner circle teams. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that just for what. Well, that's it was. half the field right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, exactly. And you knew where it was going. Yeah. But I wasn't sure, like, I was almost expecting MJF and uh, Sammy to be the last two Inner Circle members, and then MJF yeah. eliminates Sammy. Yeah. Um, and then I thought to myself, too, instead of him walking away pissed, why didn't he just screw Jericho? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. I thought maybe tonight was going to be the jump point of, okay, he's, he's going to be out of the group by the end of the night. Mm-hmm. But they're... You know, they're continuing on. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like, I thought it was okay, but at the same time, I thought, ah, I think it's time. I think yeah. it's time to, you know. Well, yeah, it, I, it reminds me of Hangman and Kenny, where it just kind of lingered for so long, where you're, like, pulling your hair out. Just do something with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they did progress yeah, a little bit. Yeah, point out of that. And, and I, don't, I don't always... Point. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily mind slow burns, but 
we're getting to the point now where some big things need to happen. Like the the idea that, you know, Jericho is not realizing what's going on right now and only Sammy G is, okay, we, we're to that point. All right, you know, it's time you know you know what I'm saying? It's time to advance yep. this a little bit more, I think. Um, maybe yeah. they're getting there. I'll, I'll, I'll hold my judgment a little bit till next week. And, and you know, another thing about this match that I kind of ticked me off before the match started is FTR not being in it because of, yeah, because yeah. of their yeah. because of their um, you know after match you know assault on yeah. on Luchasaurus. Now, let, let, this is the inconsistency with AEW that drives you crazy. You know, Nyla Rose attacks an official, gets suspended. Okay, so you set some kind of precedent there. You know, the Young Bucks are running around the back kicking, super kicking officials. And, yeah, and yeah, throwing, you know, 10 Gs out of their pocket onto people at Tony Khan because that's now the fine for that's 10 grand. They've had run-ins that have been way more violent. They They just did one where, you know, with the Good Brothers where they... They almost killed Moxley in the first yeah, run-in when they first yeah. showed up. And the Good Brothers, who aren't really part of the company, are still there every week. But FTR has kind of like a normal beatdown, and they get suspended for a week. Like, what? Yeah. I think they got suspended for a week because they cut the horns, AC. They cut the horns off Luchasaurus's mask. So I think what? that's why they got suspended. It's still stupid. And ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous, it's man. Stupid. And it, 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 it's stupid. It's Let, so stupid. I was going to bring up one last thing. The Bucks. We need to have a discussion, fellas, because... Uh, okay. Hey, let's do so, it, because I let that marinate from the other show. <laughs> I, Dude, I can't... All right, so last week they went to Kenny's house, and they're all pissed off, right? Because Dawn... Yeah, oh, yeah, two, you know, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, two, two yeah, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, they beat up... They went to Kenny's house, and... Uh, you know, Michael Nakazawa let him in, and they, right. they beat yeah, up Callis, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, they're with the Elite. They had a bad storyline that was way too long, and we still don't really know why <laughs> they quit the Elite. Yeah. <laughs> then then they just join Kenny, and now they Kenny doesn't like them. So, so during the match, there was a spot with, I think it was Doc on the outside, and Nick... And Nick's like yelling at them, like, "What'd you do when he when he pulled the rope? Then why'd you do that? Whatever. What? what who are they? Right. I don't know. That I don't do. It's this this stuff with the young bucks is making <laughs> me not want to see the young bucks anymore. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's I, terrible because I love Nick, but I can't get past this. Like, I don't know who they are. It doesn't make sense. Anything that they do doesn't make sense. So because because we were kind of pressed for time on the last show, I kind of let it marinate and. You're you're stealing my thunder a little bit, which is fine because it, it kind of backs up what I was thinking. Who are they? Are they, and they clearly should be a heel tag team right now. Clearly, and they clearly don't want to be a heel tag team. Yes, and they yes. see they want to they want to play it in the middle. And you know, in the Bullet Club in New Japan, and especially early on in Ring of Honor, they were kind of heels that were getting cheered, but they they. They worked as heels, though. You know what I mean. And right yeah. now, they sometimes they work as heels. Sometimes they do heel, like beating up people in the back's a heel thing to do, right? But now they're they're not. They're still babies. Like it's almost like the, their outside business of being the young bucks influences what they are, 
on this television program, and it's bad. It's just not that good. And now I'm starting to question, you know, when you saw the Young Bucks in New Japan and when you saw them in Ring of Honor, you they weren't in your face every week. You know, you got a couple matches here and there every couple of weeks, and then you saw them on big shows. And, and you know, maybe, maybe you, you saw them at PWG if you're out on the West Coast, or Northeast Wrestling if you're on the East Coast. Or, you know, you went to a Ring of Honor show and saw them. Or you saw them on Ring of Honor TV every third week or whatever it was. But then they would put on a great match at the pay-per-view or a great match at a New Japan show. Mm. And you're like, wow, man, they're so great. (laughs) But now here they are. And we see this a lot, you know, with guys who go over to, you know, the WWE and NXT. When, you know, especially like when they end up on Raw and SmackDown, they're on TV every week. And when you see them weekly, they almost get exposed for a, li- a little bit, for not having that substance that makes you like, all right, this, this, like, there's certain guys that are just awesome every week. MJF's awesome every week, right? You know, Jericho to some extent. Um, it's over his career, definitely. Lately, maybe, you know, lately, maybe people have been down on him a little bit, but for the vast majority of his career, you want to see Chris Jericho every week, you know? Uh, and I-, I feel this way a little bit about Omega too, but it just seems like they they don't want to pull the trigger on being anything and their storylines aren't that good um matt you know i don't know i don't know if nick, if nick just doesn't want to talk anymore but he's almost like trying to let matt be yeah the, the talking brother and i think maybe it should be more of a 50-50 uh, or something and i you know what listen if they're going to be part of whatever this club is that they're going on right now they they gotta be they gotta be heels or it doesn't make any sense. I mean I get that they're driving a wedge with Callus and stuff like that, but it, it, it I don't know they're, it's just very they're like I know who FTR is. I want to see FTR every week. I know who they are. You know what I mean? And you know they're gonna be good every week and and everything else. And you, you clearly they're a heel tag team. You know, boom, they're there. And then you you know you got certain tab teams that might be babies. I kind of. Lucha, um, the Lucha brothers are kind of the same way, but they're not as prominently pushed on the show as the Bucks. You know, some weeks you see them, some weeks you don't. Some weeks mm-hmm. they're wrestling singles, some weeks they're not even on the show. You know what I mean? But the Young Bucks are in a prominent position. They're smack dab in the middle of the biggest storyline with the champion, with outsiders from from other shows and everything else, and and going to be in all these big matches and they're carrying cha- championship titles. And you're just looking at them, and there's not a lot of substance there. And and I just it's seeing them wrestle all the time. Their matches are the same. All it's it's almost like yeah yeah you day, talk about like it every a, week yeah it's you can almost like pinpoint all right he tagged in Nick Nick's gonna go through his move set and then Matt's gonna come in they're gonna go for you know Indy Taker or a Meltzer driver and miss it and then they're gonna come back around you know Nick will come off the top rope blah 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 and you know it's like you could just you can almost envision it like I've seen it five thousand times now you know and it's just yeah, there's just nothing too, different like, it, it goes beyond heel face like. It's one thing to be okay. Like if we had the Bucks on this show, and I was mm-hmm. like, Nick and Matt, what, what's up with your, what's up with your characters? They'd probably be like, Well, we're tweeners, and I'd be like, Well, that's okay. Okay, you're a tweener. So, so you kick security in the face and Marvez in the face, whatever, and then you go fight bad guys. Okay, that's fine. But explain this to me. Why would you leave Kenny, and then you're joining Kenny, and then you're mad at Kenny? <laughs> Why did you join him in the first place? Yeah. Was it just to get that moment where you stuck your hand up 
and you did too sweet with Doc and Carl? Because now it makes no sense. Why did you even do that? Right. Well, like, they're all wearing they the same shirt the other day, too. Your tweeners shirt. isn't an answer for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what I don't get. And it's... Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's just... And, and you know, we... Again, there's been no real explanation. They they very vividly had, you know, Kenny pretty much turn on Hangman, you know, run out of the arena and jump into a SUV, and the Young Bucks didn't go with him for a reason, and that's never been dealt with on the show, and it's kind of carried over into this mediocre part of the story that we're living with now, with the Bucks and Kenny, you know. Exactly. Exactly. White House, what is your take on that? The young Bucks are definitely cookie-cutting their matches. I mean, you can see it. Um, you guys are spot on. And it's frustrating being a fan of Nick and Matt that they're, you know, that's the, that's the choice and that's what they want to do. Uh, but storytelling-wise, there, there are a lot of um, holes in this and stuff that even just AC brought up from uh, as far back as Hangman and Omega losing the titles that they still haven't explained and the whole thing with the whole thing with Don this just now takes it to another level because I don't get it yeah they hate him but they're still with these guys and I don't know how that's gonna work because that you know that's you know Kenny's very close with Don, so I don't know how that dynamic is going to work. Um, and, and and we'll get to it towards the end, and now you're adding more. And then, you know, it's just, I don't know, uh, just, I don't know. Um, I, I question, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just question, this, and, and a lot of the questions I have centers around the Young Bucks and, and what they're doing. And, like, I get the whole what Omega's doing. I get it. I dig it. I like it. I'm down with it. I mean, I'm a mega mark. I mean, shoot me. But it's this <laughs> Bucks dynamic. I don't get. I don't like it. I, I you almost know, the tweeting doesn't work, especially with this modern day Bullet Club. The tween don't work. They're heels. You or, know, or Jay don't. White, Tonga Tonga shit on this stuff. They're they're heels, man. And yeah. and and Kenta, he's a heel. You know, Omega is a heel. Gallows, Gallows and Anderson are heels. Mm. And now you got the Bucks. It's like they're taking a storyline that I'm really digging mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. the whole bullet club thing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, the social media aspect of it, I'm just I love reading it. I love just I, I like everything about it, and it's like the bugs, the young bucks are just dragging it down, and it's just they need a pick, yep. either in or you're out. Yep. Yeah, and, and 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 if they're out, fine, they can write it to the point where they're super kicked out, just like AJ, just like Prince, just like you know, name the person, you know, and that's fine, and then they could go on do their thing. I mean, Christ's sake, you. Cody hasn't even acknowledged any of this shit going on. <laughs> well, neither has Hangman either. And neither has Hangman, exactly. Which is something I was going to bring up, yeah. And it's just, it's God, it's crazy, right? But well, here's here's the thing, too. You know, are, are the Good Brothers going to be there forever? Probably not. 
And yeah, it's like, so is this going, is this thing going to continue? Uh, you, you know that Kenny can work Japan in his contract. Is he going to, is he going to do well, that now? That's coming down the, down the pike. We'll you would, that, well, but. Yeah, but you would, you would think, but, but what are, what are, what are the Bucks actually doing here? Is, is it, is it better for them to kind of be, uh, be cool with Kenny and, and, and the good brothers. And then when they, you know, too sweet each other or showing hanging out in the locker room, but the the young bucks are now you know have their have their their problem with MJF and MJF and uh, Jericho, and you would assume you would you, I mean you would assume you, you'd have something like uh, LAX have a match with them leading up to this thing, considering they're in the same group. You, you know what I'm saying? So you, you right. could very easily move the young bucks into a feud. And I, I know they only have a few weeks to the pay-per-view, but you could still could do it where their focus is now on the inner circle. And, you know, yeah, we run in, they run, you know, they're chilling in the locker room or whatever, too sweet in each other, but they're not in the same segments together anymore. I mean, that may be the quickest answer just to kind of end that yeah. part of it and then mm-hmm. deal deal with it later because it's just the whole thing's weird. And not having Cody and Hangman address it at all or even, like, you know... Hangman, like I know, I hate the people when they have the guys sitting in the stands all the time. But you know, why would Hangman not have any? He's not, you know, you don't show him like looking in on them or shaking his head or maybe like I don't know, like throwing a Bullet Club shirt out of his bag or something. Just something right. to be like it's on his mind. I know they're doing weird shit with him too right now, which I'm I don't know if I'm necessarily a fan of, but. It just to, for Cody and him not to be addressing it or involved in it or anything at all is just very strange. And they are they are kind of calling themselves the elite again, and it's like really like I thought you were done with that, you know? <laughs> it's very confusing. I I mean, it, part for the the last year of what they've done with the, all the guys in the elite. Other than this last couple months with Omega, that's been good. I mean, you could really question all of it. Ever since they had that match at the pay-per-view, the great the, the great tag match, and you look mm-hmm. at what they've done with that group, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I'm like. <laughs> so very, it's very strange. Like, but anyway. I get Cody distancing himself from it. Because he's just trying to establish his own identity. But I get it. I'm down with it. I dig it. You know, but it's... Dude. Have, it's, have it's either of you serious watched elephant the in the room, bro. At least, at, at least have Cody shaking his head saying, thank God, thank God right, I'm not dealing not, with that. <laughs> yes. Are, are they dealing what? with this on being the elite? Have you guys watched? I haven't. I, haven't I, 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 I watched this last one. No, I, I don't remember. I don't recall. All I right, mean, the so, only thing I remember... From this last one was that Sammy G's the new being elite champ. He beat Silver in a table football game or something, or kicking field goals or something. I so I I still have a problem with them using that show to kind of book what they're doing on Raw in some aspects, and and I know it is a fact that they're doing it because I listened I listened to the Silver interview on on the Glorious House of Games podcast, and he literally said it. <laughs> it, he he literally said it, and he he got a he got a text from somebody I forget who, and uh, it was somebody you know in in AEW 
who, you know, I, I forget which guy it actually was. And he, the text was like, are you guys just now doing like a continuation of everything you're doing on being the elite on TV now? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. I Listen, I, I get it's a tool. I, I, I don't want to take that away from him. I, I know it gets, uh, all, you know, hundreds of thousands of viewers. Don't get me wrong. Uh, being the elite had something to do with, you know, uh, getting a lot of guys over um, and all that, and 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 things of you know things of that nature. But having too much involvement in what they're doing on the weekly TV show, yeah, I just can't agree with it because they're asking people now to make sure you know you almost feel like shit. You know, we were sitting here talking about that whole Young Buck thing, and in my head, I'm like, fuck. There's probably somebody listening right now. That saw something on being the elite that might ad- address something we were talking about, and they're probably sitting there saying, "Dumbasses, they addressed on being the elite." Why well, don't need them to address it on being the elite? I need them to address it on Wednesday Night Dynamite on TNT. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and the proof there too is like at least in Hangman's case, like, he's totally out of it, and he's not even shaking his head at it. He's just out of it, right? Yeah. But at least last week, you know, will will you join the Dark Order? At least he said, I tried the Friends thing before. Uh, just, no. True. So at least you can take that and, like, apply it. Like, yeah. he's done yeah. with this, right? Yeah. But as far as the Bucks go, it makes zero sense. Like, they should have said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I've been down that road before, or, you know, you know, yeah. why, or, or, or to me, if I'm, if I'm the Young Bucks, my reaction to what's going on would be, how do I trust Kenny Omega now? Like, Matt Jackson's exactly. supposed to be his best friend in the world, and mm-hmm. he knows nothing about, you know, Don Callis. He, don't, he knows nothing about this whole this whole thing going on. You know what I'm saying? And then he, he, he stands there and lets Don Callis call the Good Brothers his best friends. Yep. And, and, let, and let's, let's look at the history here. Because, you know what, if you want to use being the elite, I'm going to give you New Japan. And when Kenny Omega was the leader of the Bullet Club, the Good Brothers were in WWE. They True. left They left right after, like two weeks after they kicked AJ out of the Bullet Club. Yep. So the, the guys that are in Japan now, like like the, like the uh, Gorillas of Destiny and, uh, and Yujiro Takahashi and Chase Owen and those guys, and, and those are the guys that Kenny Omega had a, a, a direct you know leadership role over. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And and and, and to this day the, the closest the closest friends of the good brothers is is the is is the is the current NXT champion. I mean That's true too. Yeah. Finn Balor, Gallows and Anderson are the like as close as well, close can be. Right. Well Car- well, he, well well Carl Finn Tamatanga and and um and uh, but yeah, bad luck file later Ballet. four originals. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, the, they're, they're started right, and and it's like and it's funny that you know and and it, it's, it's just it's just there's a lot of layers to this, but yeah, I mean, it's just the Bucks need to figure out what side of the fence they want to be on. Yeah, and whichever side they're on, it's fine. Yes, but they need to pick a side. <laughs> Because yes. it all, it, 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 they can they can make it make it sense well, either way. Who who's it's just who's, this way? I'm just not digging them in this. Who's who's in that who's in that locker room 
or in that production meeting or whatever or whatever they do over there that's saying something to them. I don't this is the I think this is the problem yeah, yeah. where we get this Jekyll and Hyde shit with AEW is everybody's kind of running around doing what they want. Now, I I'm all for allowing talent to instill their creativity into what's going on. But basically Khan is letting and and Cody to this extent too they're letting the inmates run the asylum is what's happening mm-hmm. and that's why you're getting the Jekyll oh, and Hyde Jer- Jericho admits it. Oh, they all admit it. Any yeah, of them. All, listen to any all. interview they all do. Silver said the same thing. He goes we do what we want. I mean, I'm sure they have a few parameters here and there, but they do what yeah. they want. And that, and that's and I think that's why like I brought up on the last show where you, you two matches in a row basically had the exact same ending. Because there's nobody there looking over these things, and there's yeah. obviously the, the 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 workers that are that are having a match. They're either not watching what the other people are doing, which they should be number one. Yeah. And if they are, like, what, like shouldn't shouldn't have some of those women said to each other, like, we got to we got to do something different. They just did our ending the match before we go on. Yeah. And we all know too, like even at at an indie show, at least it used to be this way. Guys, be sitting around. What are you doing? Well, we're we're doing blood. What are you doing? Because you're not doing blood. We're doing blood. Okay, we'll do something else. Like yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. It's 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 a basic thing when booking a show, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You would think, man. I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I know I know the climate we're in. There's pandemic and no fans and stands for the most part. X, Y, and Z. I know there's circumstances that have something to do with this. But about six to eight months ago, we were we were we were chit chatting, and the topic was how do they get over a million uh, a million uh, viewers, and we we both all three of us were put the belt on Omega, put the belts on the Bucks, that will get them there. Well, Omega's got the belt, the Bucks got the belts. Darby Allen has the TNT title, and they still can't get over that million. It's because of shit like this now. Yeah, and, and shit, shit is well, and shit it, that's it, worse as, as we go on. because it, 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 it piggybacks, and it's and so so for me, they're their own worst enemies. They yeah, need well, they, to figure I, this out. Yeah, that's you know, a great way to say it. It's well, the I, I can tell you, I can tell you, cross your T's and dots your eyes. They're clearly not fucking doing that. Well, we, I can tell you. If I, I can tell you for a fact. Are. I know people that do not watch Dynamite anymore or cherry pick Dynamite for that very reason. Because they're like, dude, like the first forty five minutes they shoot their wad. The next forty five yeah. minutes the show is boring, and then I'll watch the main event and hopefully something mm-hmm. cool happen. And it's like, yeah, you know, it, it's pretty. It, it's pretty much. It's pretty much what happens almost every week. Um, but let's move on here to the uh, second uh, segment. So. So, so we go into uh, a Jade video, guys. I, I can't get into this Jade thing, you know. And I wrote one thing down, and I I could be wrong on this because one, we still haven't seen her wrestle yet, but I've seen her talk, seen her cut her promos, I've seen her take shots, but for the back, lack of a better word. And I'm telling you right now, watching wrestling for over 30 years, I'm not saying I'm not been all, all, all in all, 
I already got a comp to her. She's going to be the female version of Lex fucking Luger. <laughs> All show and no go. Mm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, 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 I think it, th- they're putting her in a I tough spot it, here, too, though. You. Yeah, it could, it could be. Uh, but they're, they're oh, also going to put in. This is this. I, I think, you know, maybe hitting the ground running. I, I get you're, you're, you're in a big program, but it's not good. <laughs> no. You know, it's just, it's no, just, no. it's, it's just, it's just totally not good. So and, can, can I, and here's, here's, the, here's the thing with these fucking networks. Can you just stay out of the way? Yes. Like, when are they yes. gonna learn? Stay the fuck out of the way. Just let them do a good wrestling show. Wrestling fans don't want to see this shit. When are these fucking networks gonna learn? They're ne- they all do. They all make the same mistake. They do it all the time. Stay the fuck out of the way. You're not helping any any. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care. You can show me whatever metric you want to show me. I think it's total bullshit. They're, they have not done anything to pop the AEW rating with any of that shit. And and like we talked about last week, are you do you really think by putting Shaq on a fucking AEW show or Snoop Dogg oh, that a bunch of a bunch of wrestling fans sure. are gonna run and watch? You know the NBA post show or or the big whatever big show or whatever. I saw that I saw the highlights for the big show. It looks stupid to me. I'm not gonna watch it just because 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 Snoop Dogg made a fool of himself on AEW TV. Come on, and I hate He's that. No, oh, I hate that Cody no changed bad bunny, his song. Man. No, no bad bunny. <laughs> oh, bad bunny. <laughs> I, I I pulled up Spotify yesterday and I I was typing in bad wolves. And when I typed in bad, you know, the first thing that came up, bad bunny. <laughs> uh, don't mention that band, Bad Wolves, man. I'm very upset at them right now. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going, I was going back to old songs with me. Yeah, whatever. They're well, they're not going to be popular anymore anyway because they just ruined it. So. No. Right. But, but that's a know, story. That's a story for another day. Don't get started on that. So, uh, so now we we you know so that's my thing. Hey, listen. I could be wrong. You know, listen, I'm not saying I'm right, but all I see Jade right now is the same shit I saw back in the day with Luger. You know, and then when you get him in the ring, he wasn't that good. And then yeah. he had to be put in the ring with people to try to make him look good. And that's why he got booted from the Four Horsemen when he did, because he sucked. <laughs> You might be onto something there, White House. But here's the hysterical. I'm going to give her the benefit the of the doubt. This, this is the best part of it. When I saw this, the first thing I thought was AC months ago. Brody Lee and Dark Order, Rip Brody Lee, mm-hmm. put Cody out, right? Yep. What did you say they should do with Cody? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I I I talked about the showing the injury, the you know the which call it the um his his kind of battle back to get yep. back to wrestle Brody Lee again, you know maybe training or yeah. Yeah. In, you know whatever. Yeah. So if if they would have done exactly what they did for Jade tonight, the week before Cody came back, yeah, it's a great segment, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this, yeah. I mean. Yeah, man, I don't know why they're doing... Well, I do know why 
because they think Shaq's going to have some kind of impact on it. But, I mean, I, I don't – to be honest, I don't care. I don't care about her. I didn't care when Brandy was there. Yeah. I don't care about Red Velvet. Like, I don't care about any of it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm, I mean, Cody, I'm I selling. Just wanna, I just want to get it over with. All the wrestlers you could get to go up with Jade, like, the best you could come up with, the best you guys come up with is Red Velvet. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 right I'm, now. I'm guessing it was, that was probably yeah. Brandy's pick. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like, how am I supposed to buy into this? Like, what are you doing with Sheeta right now? Well, I'll tell you what AEW thinks <laughs> thinks of it, and 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 it's obviously a TNT thing because it's it's happening on Dynamite. It's not happening on the pay per view, so that right. that tells you all you need to know right there. Yep. Yeah, when they announced that, I was like, "Wow, okay." So That's you nice. have so you, you have Cody. Bit. You have a pay per view coming up, right? Right. And what what is Cody going to do? <laughs> Which one of you just said what's Sheeta doing right now? Me. Yeah. White House. It, it took a minute for, to register in my head. Do you know what that would do for Sheeta? Working with Cody. Yeah, it's a good. Cody have to give her. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like, but that's the shit. That's, that's the shit I don't understand. Like uh. Red Velvet. Like no offense, Red Red, but this is not a spot for you. Yeah. Like you're talking about Shaq, one of the greatest big men of all time, Jade. Yeah, got the body like Luger. Let's see what she does in the ring. Cody fucking Rhodes, the face of the company. Yeah. And you're going to give me Red Velvet. That's the sheet I've written all over mm. it. Yeah, you put the champ in there. Let Cody yeah. say, you know, I, I, I know who can replace Brandy. And out comes Sheeta. Exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe Sheeta's, you know, healing her wounds from getting her neck bit off two weeks in a row. Well, probably. <laughs> but I'm just saying that it's just like stupid I shit. Yeah, I just don't. Like they, I don't know. That was uh, stupid. It's just stupid. It's just, frustration. It's coming. Yeah. Out. You know. <laughs> All right. So then we go. Then we go into uh, um, Tony in the ring, and uh, he brings out Darby Allen and Sting, and uh, and Jr. talking about how he goes back with Sting from to the Mid Atlantic, UV the uh, U UWF days. When Mid Atlantic changed their name um, into WCW, and that's the history. And Excalibur, he made a pr- it was a pretty good quote. The kid inside of me is smiling ear to ear because mm-hmm. he's recalling his first Sting fight. So, and it, you know, it's funny because I, I, I'm like, well, like, wow, yeah, there are really there are still people who haven't really seen Sting wrestle, and. Uh, if they didn't watch WWE, I mean, that was just a, a blip in the radar. But we I mean, think about it, you know, it's like, and it just, that's why I wrote it down. It's just, there's, you know, there are still wrestling fans that have never watched one of one of the best babyface characters of all time. God, yeah, you know, wrestle. So it's just, uh, it's crazy, crazy. But so now they announced next week Joey G is getting a TNT title. Shot really? <laughs> they could they could throw at at Darby Joey G. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then after that announcement, oh, you, oh, you mean Janela? Yeah, I, I was I wasn't sure where you were going with the Joey G thing. Yeah. Oh, Joey J. Joey J. I was 
around. I know. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait. I was like, isn't he wrestling Janela? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is is he like ranked number one because of dark matches or what? Or did they he just book this? Been on dark. <laughs> okay, so they just booked it for no reason. And if he was on dark, Agnew would sunny, sunny kiss. Listen, we said this before, but you know, it's evident now because. Tonight we'll get there, but they're having a women's tournament, which I'm interested in, actually, for a number one contendership, right? Mm-hmm. They need to throw out the rankings, and they need to just have, like, bi-monthly tournaments like New Japan declaring yeah. number one contenders for these belts. Because this this is bullshit. So you're telling me that the women need a tournament, but Darby just needs Joey Janela plucked out of thin air for no reason. Yeah, uh, or, or they having need to re- do or, something about that. We're having a non, just having a non-title match. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just say, yeah, oh, hey, it's yeah. a war- it's uh, you know Darby's a, warm ha- a pay-per-view right? warm-up non-title right. match, and and oh here here's here, you know here's the uh, you know the perfect thing if if Janela wins he's the number one he he's he's ranked number one for the TNT uh, championship tournament. You know what I'm saying? And if he if he if he, if he loses, he might not even be in it, you know, something like that, you know. <laughs> the, the rankings, they're stupid. I mean, let's be honest. Come on. I mean, the the, the uh, Luchasaurus and, and, and uh, what the hell, they, Lucha, Lucha Express, you know, they're, I, I, every time they talk, oh, they're ranked number three. How? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. The, the, the rankings, that's the problem. You do these things. And you did. They did rankings and uh, win loss records and all this crap. And they and that was just to be like, oh, we're going to be sports centric and this and that. And and it just shows they had no plan of how are we going to do this, but stay within wrestling storylines. Uh, and you can't do both right. because you get what you just said. Tell me how it makes sense. That Joey Janela gets a title shot now. Joe, how many how many different titles has Joey Janela wrestled for? And he never wins. I never see him win ever. <laughs> you know they're they're having street fights and and their street fight guys like Moxley and Janela are the ones in them. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's strange that that part of that part of it's strange. Uh, I'm interested to see Sting wrestle and how this match goes and everything, but I th- I would have thought Taz and his team would have added more to this, and I'm kind of just like blah about it to be honest with you. Hmm. Well, you, Taz Taz on a the mic, they can't go in the building because they got the week off because of the that yeah shitty now ass now we do we do suspension parking now, yeah. lot incident. Trying to be 2.0 of what uh, Nash did to Mysterio in Nitro days. Yep, yep, yep. So fucking. Oh, don't get me started. So yeah, but at that least that makes be... sense for them to be suspended for. Right. They, they they attack the merch guys. You know what I mean? Like you should get suspended for a week for that, right? You know, <laughs> unless you're the Unbox. You got Taz whining. Starks gets on the mic. Doesn't think Sting's a uh, icon anymore, and. uh you know, X, Y, and Z. And yeah, you only got your biggest ratings of the fucking year, but yeah, he's not an icon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sting, you know, his rebuttal is he, uh, Ricky needs to take a closer 
look. Mm-hmm. And that's how that ended. Um, I, I might, I don't know about your guys' take on this. Like, I, I'm still not understanding how Sting and Allen got together because Sting really hasn't explained that. So I'm still waiting for that. Well, every time he talks, it gets interrupted. (laughs) Right, exactly. But I dig it, and I don't have a problem with that dynamic. My problem with the dynamic is... is Taz isn't looking good in this this program, in my eyes. I agree. And I say this being the biggest Taz fan. Fuck, I got his... The 13 logo as a tattoo because he was one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, and wow. 13 is my You're favorite number. Mark, dude. Yeah, dude, I love Taz in ECW. Wow. Um, and 13 is my favorite number, so that's kind of that's why I got it, basically. But this whiny complaining, like, I, I don't know. Um, he's definitely. He's definitely taking a step back from what I always thought his group would be. And Darby Allen, through doing really nothing, and Sting doing really nothing but just being themselves, has really made this this group look weak to the point where Brian Cage needs to take over somehow. And show this dominance of this group. And he has not done that. And well, I say Brian Cage. Hmm. Because. If you look at who the leader of that group is. Outside of Taz. It's Brian Cage. His size. He's got it all. Former heavyweight champion. Yes I know another organization. But still a former heavyweight champion. I look to him. And. Uh, he hasn't been that dominant figure. Yeah, yeah, but let me. Yeah. But but he, it's how just can, my observation. How, right, right. But how can he be when they do the same thing every week? Darby and Sting are out in some way, shape, or form. They either run out on Darby or they interrupt Sting. And and why why aren't they having uh, Cage and and Ricky Starks tag together? You know, even mm-hmm. even bring it bring in a Jabber team from Dark. And have them kick the shit out of them. This is what we're going to do to Sting. And, yeah, they're, but they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything right. like that. The only time and, and, they've and even really gotten... The only time they've been getting physical is when they ran out on Darby. Or yep. they beat up the t-shirt guys. You know what I mean? Right. They're not... These guys aren't wrestling. They're, they're doing nothing with Taz's son. You know, Hobbs hasn't been wrestling at all on Dark. Mm-hmm. You know, they could they could have had... A, they love these six-man matches. They're not doing any of those. And and I just I, honestly I think I th- I just think Taz, Taz is running out of shit to say because it's this mm-hmm. it's the, it's basically the same segment every week. Yep, they have zero heat right now. No zero. heat, and it's none, heat. none, and that's the problem. They need to get heat on these guys quick, and they're running out of time. And beating beating up the t-shirt guys isn't doing it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing that Sting it's came stealing, in. It's stealing something that was done on Nitro. Ain't gonna do it either. No, no, that was that was a mistake, big time. And Sting came in. Since Sting came in, they've looked weak as oh. all hell. Yeah, they've and run away from them every week. They run away. They run away every week. <laughs> Sting, they're they're gonna beat up Darby. Sting comes out with a bat, and they run away. 
Yeah. You know, they, they, they had Sting and Darby in the middle of the ring, four on two, you know, five if you count Taz, uh, and they grabbed a bat and a skateboard and they ran away. Yep. <laughs> they look like, I mean, they look like little bitches. Yep. And, and Taz's, Taz's effect on this is like I brought up last week, is to like loudly swear. Son of a bitch! You know, it's yep. okay. Yep. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I know I heard yeah. it seven times already. I'm not buying it. <laughs> You know, so do something. Beat up somebody. Be, yes. you know, be get it. Get a legitimate tag team. You know what? What about what about uh, the 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 gun, the gun club over there? Why don't you get the gun club in the ring with them or something? They kick the shit out of them. At least they're legitimate. Right. They're legitimate, and you're like, wow. You know, you know, Cage is, Cage and 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 and, uh, and Starks. They just beat up on the gun club. Like they're they're ready to go. They're they're gonna do some damage here. You know what I mean? And Taz could yep. cut a 30-second promo after they kicked the shit out of somebody. Or he could go sit on commentary like they like to do all the time, too. Very, again, another program that's really, I don't know, just it's not do- going well. Yeah, I don't understand. When, when they signed Cage and then it came out that Tony Khan loves Brian Cage, this is yeah. not the result that I expected for Brian Cage. Oh. No. Not at all. I mean, and he's he's in these segments, and he's just standing there doing nothing. nothing. It's I I I can't imagine what that dude's thinking. Ricky right Starks now. has bailed him out on so many. I know. Things. If you if you want to get Cage over, you're going to get him over in the ring. You're not going to get him over beating up t-shirt and, guys and, and, and standing. And, here. <laughs> here's my here's the vision I had as as I was laying out to you guys my my thoughts on this is is exactly AC. You brought up bring out the Gun Club. Because they could take this, they could take this squash. You got Cage just demolishing them, and in the middle of the match, Ricky Starks grabs the mic and cuts a fucking promo as as Brian Cage is taking uh, is taking um, uh, Gun's son, toss him around like a rag doll. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And then you got Taz sitting at commentary. Just laughing and chuckling, chuckling up and watching them dominate. Yeah, look, just, well, look, look at that's what he's gonna do. That's what he's gonna do to Sting. You know, you know, at the pay per view right. or whatever, and, or, and or you know, maybe have, have a you know they're they're gonna have a street fight. You know, I, I wouldn't go crazy. Maybe just have a no rules match or something. This this way, you know, against Janela and somebody else. That's the spot to use Janela. It'd be right. like yeah. you know they're, they're, exactly. they're see they're looking caged. Look at how hard he threw him through the table. How do you think? Old ass Sting is gonna hold up. What do you think is gonna happen when he does that to Darby, like he did last time when he threw Darby twenty feet in the air? You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. Cage is coming into this off a loss to Darby too. Yeah, at, yeah when he had the know. title shot. So, uh, yeah, I agree. They, they got to get some heat on him. Yep. Man, yep. I, I expected they do more with Cage. You added added Taz to him. You know, but I, I mean, like wait, this has been yeah, part yeah. for the course for them. You know they they oh. kind of did they kind of did this with Brody when he first came in, and in True. a sense, yeah. you know they did it. Uh, Lance Archer, him, mm-hmm. you know it's it's yeah. just a common. It's just kind of you kind of see this happening all the time. Dude, it's just it's just not it's, it's crazy. It's baffling because he's so talented, and this shit's not believable. It's it's not. He's gonna run away. From an old man holding a bat, his size? Come on! <laughs> Every week, <laughs> eh. you know. So, so we go from there. We get we get a video of a kind of like a more of like a reminder of how we got where we are with uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. 
So the next match of the evening, we finally get a we finally get a match after uh, Jade video, uh, Sting video, and the Britt Baker video. We go to another match. We got Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Before oh, I get yeah. to, before I get into yeah. the match, though, there's a couple 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 uh, couple things I, I wrote down. I, Thunder I, I, before, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, not tonight. Thunder um, ass. Thunder. Oh God. Ah, uh, dude, Thunder, Thunder uh, Rosa's drop kicks, man, bad fucking ass. Oh, Boy. bad ass, yeah. Like when you talk male, yeah. um, the male wrestlers, best drop kick, or you know, or an Okada, Okada yeah. or the yeah. first two in my mind. Yep, Ziggler too. Yeah, yeah. Ziggler's got it too. Yeah, uh, and then for the females, dude, Thunder Rosa's, she's got to be top of that. One. If not number one, she's close to the top of that list. She's Her drop are fucking <laughs> deadly. Ride it. Ride it. <laughs> Thunder. Thunder waves. But uh, uh, I, I thought this match was good. Um, when Britt Baker actually keeps the, the comedy crap out and actually perf- wrestles and performs as a heel, stays in character, her heel character, and None of the comedy bullshit. She's actually pretty good, but I think it kind of helped who she was in the ring with tonight. Oh, but, uh, definitely uh, last night. But uh, there was one sequence that I really, I really dug was when she, when she, Britt Baker tried to get Thunder Rosa in a lockjaw, and they kept doing those. She keep trying to spin out of it and circle out of it, um, and then it was a really good match, and that's. What? What? I don't understand. And, and, and AEW is not the only one that does this. I think WWE is the king of this. Got a good match. Why do something to monkey the waters and just take a good match and mm-hmm. block the same thing? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the match is really fucking good. It went back and forth, and then tossing the Reba shit in. Yep. Just. Totally took away from the match. Yeah. Like, I know they're trying to protect Rosa, get Baker over, kind of what AC and I talked about over mm-hmm. the last weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, Rosa's probably going to come back and get another W, and then you're going to go into your third. I don't know how, the, something like that, but whatever. But I mean, dude, how is Britt Baker not the clear number one? If you're going to have a number one contender for a women's title, I mean, it's got to be Britt Baker now, no? Right you now? think? Yeah. But they're having a tournament. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I just, it was a really good match until the Reva stuff. And it just wasn't necessary. I agree. 100%. I agree. It yeah. sucked. It just I thought the exact same thing. As soon as Rebel hit the ring, I was like, why would they do? Why? Why? You just ruined it. Yeah. Well, again, you know, it's who's, you know, whose ideas are these and who's, you know, is... Are they going over this with anybody who's throwing ideas out, or did they just, you know, is does Britt feel like, oh well, that's her role, so I need I need her to do that? But you're, there's just sometimes they're just the outside interference is just it happens way too, and they do it a lot in AEW. A lot. There's so much outside interference in AEW. Yeah. Oh, I get that aspect too. Like, yeah, she should cheat because that's why she's there. She's there to cheat for Britt. But when you have a match going like that for, you know, ten minutes. And it's good, finally. Really you know? good. Yeah. And, and, and then, the division that's your weakest. 
<clears throat> that's where you don't do it. Let her try and interfere, and then she gets ejected or whatever, and then finish the match clean. I don't. I mean, I don't know. It, it's I, I. You know, maybe in in this case, you know, and and I didn't. I didn't like the. Uh, we we talked about it. We'll want to impact matches where there's too much interference in a women's match, mm-hmm. the Perazzo match, and everything. But yep, yep. eventually, the ref kicked everybody out. You know, maybe that's yep. on like this, where early on, maybe she grabs, you know, yes. Rose's leg, and the ref sees it. You know, uh, you know, you're you're out of here now. Just get her out of there, and then just you know, then you could have a then you could have her a good match. And there's an explanation for her not being involved when involved in it anymore. You know. Yep. Yep. You know, they do, yeah, they do they do ban people from ringside sometimes. We did have the you know the uh, the handcuffing thing with uh, Luchasaurus last week, which was, which was different. Yep. Yeah, there, there's it's, other times, but they, they you know sometimes maybe you got to think about that. Is if we're gonna have some outside interference, when when is the proper time to do it? Not and it, not to the point that it just kills the momentum of the match. That match was really good. It uh, was. It was. You know, and, and and it just it's just I just did not think it was necessary. So we go from that match. We get a uh, we get a video from last week, kind of explaining how we get to Hangman Page, Matt Hardy versus Chaos Project. Um, and uh, this uh, goes just showing. Uh, for me, I think the video just shows that Matt is starting to hook his. Uh, Hook his teeth into to, to, uh, into Hangman. That's pretty much what I got out of it because now he's dressing in his locker room, so he's not dressing on his own anymore. Slow steps, but it seems that Matt is going to be uh, 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 making his brand a little bit bigger mm-hmm. by trying to get Hangman. And the guy I get who just said, "I don't want to have friends." <laughs> right. I get it from Matt's perspective that he's his brand. He's all about his brand. Get a big fish like Hangman into your brand. It's only gonna make it better. I get it. I don't get it from Hangman's side as much, but I get it from Matt's side. Um, if that makes sense to you guys. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You get why Hardy's trying to do it. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I'm waiting to. I, I, I'll, I'll give it enough to let's see where it goes. Um, and I. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill it yet. I'm not gonna say I love it. I, I just, I want to see where it goes more. This, yeah. you know, see, and, see and, what and, they and, do with it. And I, 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 maybe it's because I'm such a Matt Hardy fan, dude. I, I dig this character, man. It's carny. It's, it's, it's just, especially when he's dealing with private party. It's, you know, it, 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 everything about Matt. I like him as a heel. You know, mm. and it's just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just. The guy's constantly reinventing himself, and he, and, yeah. he, and he tries different things, and, and it doesn't work. He just tries something else. But, God, how talented really is Matt Hardy, dude? I mean, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm digging the stuff he's doing, screwing private party out of money, but still get a, they get a title shot on impact. Right, I just, right. it just, I just, I'm just digging, I'm just digging his, his character. I, I, I like it. Um. I thought this match was, uh, you know, a typical hangman got his spots in. Uh, you know, Chaos Project, I really wasn't thinking that they were going to hang in this match. Uh, and the only thing that really stuck out to me in this match, you know, is the typical hangman gets his spots in. 
But at the end, he gets his buckshot lariat in. Matt tags himself in and gets the pin. I <laughs> thought that was fucking awesome. Well, he was doing that. He he did that to private party early yeah, on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of yeah. part of his like shtick. His shtick, yeah, yeah. And I just I I I, I you know he's he Matt plays the asshole dick role so well. I just I just, I just I like it because I I think it was good that they got away from. They got away from the uh, broken Matt Hardy stuff. It was yep. kind of played out. It was, yep. it was so great when it first started, and then Vince watered it down and killed it, and it just wasn't yep. working early on for AEW. And then when he was just Matthew Hardy, I don't, I don't think anybody was really buying it. But this this guy with the suits and everything, it's I, it, it's it's so far it's so far it's pretty good. I, I I think it could be really good depending on how they play it out. But again, I think it's yep. just like one of those things. I just got to see it play out more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I think he's too good for this role. Like, mm-hmm. he does it fine, but I think he's too good. Like, uh, if you I guys thought the bro- like Broken Hardy, Broken yeah. Matt was uh, played out, uh, yeah, to a point, but I thought this was his chance to get away from Vince and reestablish it. Mm-hmm. And I think he gave up on it too fast. Maybe I really yeah, do. I think not having a crowd thing. I think that that was of, that's probably a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. No fans for woke. I think killed it because the whole delete thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think I think that's why. I think maybe he'll bring it. He could always bring right, it back. He could always bring it back when crowds yeah, come back. Yeah. I'm curious to see how it'll do with an AEW crowd. Uh, I think it'll go over as sh- uh, fucking crazy. But you know what I mean. So I just. But I think, it, you know, I, I think that's probably part of it. It's the no crowd thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's tough to it's tough to judge it because yeah, it is. Like he's definitely that like 2015, I guess, broken when he first did that. It was the greatest thing, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. in years, it was so great. He carried TNA. Yeah. Well, part of it, part of there too, was shit going on there. Part of what yeah. made it great too was the cinematic stuff on the Hardy compound that he was producing himself. And Mm -hmm. everybody kind of just stole that and ran with it it. and watered down the cinematic shit too, which, which kind of hurts him too, because then when he has a match now on the Hardy compound, it feels played out, even though probably like for him, it's kind of the shtick of what the broken Matt Hardy was having those types of matches and those type of things happening and, you know, having his family involved and his, you know, his scribe and butler and, you know what I mean? Like, all that crazy yep. shit that he his did. His wife playing the piano. Right, which, which they, <laughs> you know, under different circumstances, maybe, you know, the cinematic stuff doesn't get, like, so much that everybody's doing it. He, in normal circumstances, he could come in AEW, get back to that guy and do it, and we probably really would have liked it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, I, I get your point, and he, maybe they did give up on it too quick. Um, I, I, I agree with you. He's probably too good for it because they're not making, they're not really putting him in a prominent role with this yet. I think that needs to happen. Like we need to see it in a prominent role for it to happen. Like he might have his little stable, but you would think his character would be wanting to wrestle for titles and things like that. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I want to see where they go with that aspect. Of it. Yeah, I'm kind of willing. I'm not like shitting on it yet, but I'm willing to give it more time. I just don't know if it's like if he's too good for it. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of fifty fifty on it. I I, yeah. I just but I got to see. I can't. I I don't even know how to really assess it yet. I just got to see more. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. I'm with you. All right, so we go from there, and then we get uh, a video that's announcing a women's tournament oh, for the number yeah. one contender. Two that's brackets. That's an AW. Yeah. yeah, more. Give me more. You got two brackets, one in the United States. More, yeah. And a J-Pal, yeah. And <laughs> Japan. Yeah, yeah. In Japan, oh. Uh, massage parlor, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Kraft loves this one, pal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy ending, pal. <laughs> Destroy the video. Yeah. No evidence, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Got derailed on that one. Uh, so, who is the. Who do you think is the favorite coming out of this tournament? Well, I got if Baker's in it, uh, I'm going to pick her. Um, but you know, maybe the, considering maybe it's going to be a longer tournament, maybe they get Baker in as you know because I mean well, they got to do something with Cheetah, right? <laughs> but before this tournament, I, I mean, you would think unless they're going to you know kind of fast track this thing. I, I, I yeah, I I don't know. I don't know who the favorite is. I think I got to see the whole. Did they release all the brackets yet? Oh, they announced the ladies in it. In it yeah. Uh, yeah. They announced who's in it. I don't know if they showed pairings or not. No, they didn't show pairings. Okay. They announced uh, who's in it. I'm, I'm, I, I, probably, I probably was uh, in the bathroom when they saw. I mean, I heard about the tournament, but I didn't see yeah. the actual segment. So. Uh, I, I'm thinking Rio's going to get pretty far in it. I would like to see. All right, here's my here's my issue. I don't I think forgot Brit, about her. I don't think Britt needs it at this point. I think they need to use this for somebody else, like an Anna J. I'd yeah. love to see her win this, but at yeah. the same time, then if you run her up against Sheeta, like it seems like they're trying to get the Dark Order over his like faces now, since Brody's gone. So yeah, would yeah, that make not. sense, or is there somebody else that would be better off? I don't know. Rio and Sheeta. So, I just looked this up. This was from four hours ago. It says that Sheeta is in Japan producing matches for AEW's women's title tournament. Women's title eliminator tournament. So that's How the hell is she going to get back? <laughs> uh, Didn't they oh. just... I swear I just saw Japan extended like to March 7th, no travel. Really? Oh. Let me see if I can't find it. That's that might be really bad news. <laughs> yeah, she could be stuck. To it. Dude, there's no, there's no, there's no sheet up for revolution. Well, she actually tweeted this on January 27th. Uh, sorry, I didn't show up for AEW Dynamite for a while, but I'm working a lot for this, and it's reminded me of my it and it if. It's it is, but I think she meant it's reminded me of my producing shows. Stay tuned for AEW ladies. So she was she was there producing it. Alright, this is from today from the Japan Times. Never heard of it, but I don't know if anybody knows. Okay, yeah, this is from Bloomberg. Okay. Uh, 
a link. Um, Japan extends travel restrictions and tightens quarantine measures. Um, latest extension of the state of emergency. Foreign travelers looking to enter Japan will have to wait at least another month as a total ban on new entries will remain in place through March 7th. Well, that, did, yeah, that's, that says entry. Well, no, it says entry to Japan, so maybe she can leave. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, because okay. she's, she's already... I mean, her tweet was from January 27th, so she was already there. Uh, I'm just... I'm just quickly pulling up the participants so I could see it because I didn't notice. Is is Baker in it? I didn't remember hearing her name. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, I would hope if she, if she's in it, uh, I would think she'd win it. If she, the Japan bracket will feature Asia Kong, Yuki Yuki Sakazaka, Veni, Emi Sakura, Ryu Mizun, Mizunami, Mei Suguri. Rina Kadukura and Maki Ito. I, I mean, I don't know any of them. So there's got to be somebody in there that they want to bring over. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully maybe there's going to be a gem in there that we'll like and they'll bring over. Somebody new. Yeah. Would be nice. I mean, I didn't remember them by name, but... I mean, I mean they said some of them have... have uh, United States field consists of Serena Deeb, Rio, Britt Baker, Taya Conti, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Anna Jay, and Layla Hirsch. So that's the, uh, that's the U, that's the United States side. So Connie and, and, and Anna Jay are in there. Uh, I mean, it's got to come down to... You know, Baker and Rosa, or Thunder. Yeah, I guess. Huh? We'll see, we'll see how it plays out. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping this will help that women's division because it still needs some of that yeah. help. It just yeah. it's weird to have your champion not on TV. You know, um, she's probably quarantined. Well, she's in Japan. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's done and she's back now. But when's the last time she was on TV? I mean, it's it's got to be about a month now. It's probably been a month. So, kind so I'm. I don't. You know, you're probably not going to see a women's match at the pay per view unless she's been back. Unless she already came back. I mean, it's they probably could have produced that pretty quickly. Let me just check her Twitter again real quick and see if it. Uh, yeah, as, you check, as you check in that, uh, we go from the the, the 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 announcement of the tournament. We go backstage with Jericho, MJF, with Alex Marvez, and uh, Jericho and obviously MJF are happy and holding uh, holding a, a cooler and wanting to celebrate with their fellow um, inner circle pals in their in their. Uh, um, in their locker room. So they head into the locker room and, you know, Sammy G's pissed and, you know, and he gets in Jericho, you know, JF's Jericho's face a little bit. And, you know, what about us? And, you know, we're supposed to be a team type deal. And Jericho says, you know, uh, you know, yeah, it's 
you know, you and Hager getting eliminated is, you know, it's collateral damage. And uh, Sammy, before he before he walks out, Sammy says, wants to know, why are they always collateral damage? He walks out, Jericho chases him, and this is where it gets interesting. MJF walks closer to them, because they're all on the, on the chairs and sofas and stuff. And says, gentlemen, we need to have a serious conversation. And he signals for Wardlow to get rid of the cameraman. Uh, looks like, uh, I think Sammy, Sammy G's days in their circle are coming to an end. Yes, and I think it's, it's going, interesting. That... And I think it's going to be revolution. I think it's interesting, too, that Jericho was out of the room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of fits what he's been doing, kind of going to them singularly, like uh-huh. one-on-one without him around. And now that Jericho's out of the room chasing Sammy, let's have the conversation. So, yep. I mean, it, it what they're clearly setting up, not saying it's definitely going to happen, what they're clearly setting up is Jericho and Sammy to be out and and MJF takes over the group as is without those two. It, it, that's the way it and, looks to me. And I mean, because right now, if you think about it, you think of the promos and this and that and everything else. He's got Ortiz and Santana in his back pocket. Yeah, he even seems like Hager to an extent too, because he had to this, an extent. He had mm-hmm. the scene with Hager. Um, you know, he went up to him yep. after he lost and was like, "I know you lost the Wardlow, but uh, you know, I'm checking on you, brother, or whatever." And, he, uh, you know, Hager was kind of like, ah, oh, nobody else does that. That's cool, man. Thanks. You know, or, or whatever. I'm paraphrasing, but, right, right. you know. But he, so he has gone to him singularly, too. So, yeah, I mean, that's what they're clearly setting up now. Whether whether it happens that way and Jericho foils the plan or whatever, um, it, seem, it seems that, you know, he's doing this, clearly doing this all behind Jericho's back. I mean, yep. even with the thing with the towel, he kind of set it up for Jericho to see Sammy with the towel, not him, you know, that type of thing. So he's he's been setting this up for a while. But I think we're getting close to it because... Yeah, I, I mean, if you got to. You got, you're getting to yeah, for, for some big action Sammy, Sammy, Sammy botches something on MJF, causes the match. Because I... I don't see MJF Jericho walking out with the titles at Revolution... You know, I still think, I, I believe it's, I, I think, I believe we're headed towards another Bucks FTR, you know, uh, match. Uh, maybe that's because I want to see it again, but. Well, putting the, tit- putting the titles on them would kind of, it would kind of halt their, you know, breaking up, so yeah. to speak. I mean, it wouldn't halt Sammy not being in the group if you think that's what's going to happen. But if you think right. Jericho is going to be out also, or MJ, one of the two, MJF or Jericho, aren't going to make it together, making them tag champs, you get in like, I mean, I guess you could do it. It would be weird, though. I, right. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't think they'd win, but who knows? I'd like to see Santana and Ortiz leave because MJF and Jericho win the tag belt. That's another way. Also. You could get that. You could go down that road, too. And that's more... You're gonna get Eddie Eddie Kingston involved. 
Like, yes. bro. Yeah, you could. Yeah, just reset fuck, that up, man. man. What are we waiting for with that? Well, you could break up. You could just break up the whole inner circle, really, if you if you had to. Um, yeah. You could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do that. It, it could lead lead to the whole thing like breaking up. But I mean, every you know, they're now they're promoting like inner circle bomber jackets and shit. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that'd be kind of weird to break them up. Every you're just pumping out new merch. I mean, uh, but right. again, you could they could do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, are, are the other members of the group going to kind of see what MJF's doing here and be like, you know, we're going to kick him out and we're going to keep it the way it is? Or, you know, it just, I, I think I think the first the first domino to fall will probably be Sammy leaving the group. And that, you know, then then we'll see how Jericho kind of, has it effect it has on him in that group because he was kind of his protege and this and that. But, uh I mean the way the way they're playing it right now, it looks like they're gonna have the same group just sub Max for Jericho, <laughs> which I don't yeah. know. We'll have to wait and see if they go if they go that far with it. But you know, maybe you don't know. We don't really know what he's saying. Maybe he's telling LAX, "Hey, if I'm leading this group, you're our tag team, guys. You're the, you're the tag team of this group. You're the tag team. You're gonna be yep. tag team champs if I'm in this. If I'm in this group. If I'm running this group, you know what I mean. We don't really know what he's saying behind closed doors to them, so." Not a comedy hour. Yeah. You know what could be interesting too, and I don't know if this ever happened before, but if they keep doing this and just turn everybody one by one, they could legitimately use MJF to turn the entire faction face one by one because it could get to a point where they all turn on MJF in the end. Yeah. Like basically happen. he splits the whole thing and they all, you know, he's the king finally and then they all end up leaving him anyway. Yeah, he can't, so he, he could can't be left alone anyway in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be, it could, it could be, and it could be good. That story could be, could be good. written like that, absolutely. Yeah, I agree, and it could, and it could be really good too. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, as of just just to get back, uh, as of sixteen hours ago, uh, Cheetah was tweeting that she's still oh, in yeah. pants, and so she any pictures? Any pictures? No, no. There I, actually there was a picture. It was her with a mask on? Interesting. Yeah. Kinky Sheeta, yeah. <laughs> just, just one mask, pal. Only one. Oh. <laughs> and she's wearing other clothes than just the mask. <laughs> yeah, that would be really... All she has is a mask on. Oh, yeah, pal. Oh, pal. <laughs> Remember when she was so, Penner? Remember when she was Penner, kitty pal? Oh, that was oh, great, pal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> now... <laughs> the rail... <laughs> Now we go into the, oh, this segment was so fucking awful. Um, we got <laughs> oh, the wedding. Oh, yeah. Pyro. Thank God it's over. Butler with Tony. And uh, getting ready to have some sort of interview here. Vicky comes out and tells Kip it's time. Really, Vicky? Now, I was willing to give this stupid fucking wedding a shot. The vows were okay, and that was about but, it. Then it then it just went. Me, for me, for me, it went downhill when I when I saw who they had the uh, the officiant. Really, James fucking Mitchell, <laughs> Lighthouse, hear me out. <laughs> fucking Abyss's fucking manager. I think he carried the entire segment. He probably did. <laughs> What? That's not saying much. No. <laughs> what? I said I think he carried the entire segment, but that's yeah. not saying much. Yeah. But but 
I'm looking at it, I'm like, this can't be, man. This, I, I saw him, right? And I'm looking at it, I'm like, no, it can't be him. No, 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 it can't be him. And then Excalibur says his name. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So before you keep going on this, yeah. I, here's the thing, though. Like, in my head, I filled in the gap that Miro's an idiot, and he made he planned this whole wedding, and he that's the minister that he got. Yeah. yeah. That's funny, but you have to plug that in yourself. Like, yes. if they would have showed that somehow, that right. could have been funny. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Like, maybe, like, last better, week, you know? Yeah, maybe, like, last week, they run into each other in the back. You, right. you, you know, you want to minister the wedding? You know what I mean? Like, they could have, they, yeah, they yeah. could have done, you're right. Right. Uh, dude. Right? So, so, we have Mitchell in the ring, right? Why is Vicky walking down, down Kip? I, I I don't know. And Penelope, she looked hot. She was she, oh, she looked hot. Yeah. Yo, I think that's Lynn walking her down to the ring, mm-hmm. dude. And then you got, you know, you got Kip having a toothpick in his mouth while they're doing their their whole little speech exchanging their speeches. He's got House. a toothpick in his mouth. Right, you got Mitchell throwing kayfabe and vows. <laughs> that I popped for. That was fun. I did too. Kayfabe I did too. And everybody else. <laughs> and you got Byro telling Mitchell, to "Skip the question. Let's move on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But uh, I've been here Byro, before. Byro's throwing a toast for the newlyweds. And then you see Charles, the butler, doing something down by his feet. Um, and then you see that he's handcuffed to the uh, to the bottom of the, the turnbuckle thing there. Um, and then Charles hits Kip. Penelope falls face first in the cake. And then somehow Myro... Holds Charles, kick, tries to kick Charles, and hits Miro. Dude, I thought his face, I thought he was going to break the freaking cuffs, man. He just <laughs> beat the shit out of Kip. <laughs> and then you get, and this is where it just went downhill for me. You get <laughs> Come on, you love bag, him. You love Douchebag coming out of a cake. You love him. And then he just runs up on Kip. Charles gets on the bubbly, and it closes with Miro being pissed. All right, guys, so here's the big question. (laughs) So Miro did the whole Carney thing that we were pissed off at. And then as weeks went on, we all agreed that we were over it because he's good, right? Yes. Here's my question. He's so hell-bent on making it known that he hates Vince and how Vince used him. Was this not a Vince skit? Yeah. Yeah. I it don't. Was. Can you make sense of it? Because I, I would think he's going to look back on this in two years and be pissed. Yeah. So, yeah. Why am I doing but, this? What shit? is the end game of this wedding? I don't understand. There isn't one. There really isn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there, I, here, here's the thing. The, Miro, he's too, he's too good for. Speaking of being too good for this, yes. he's too good for this. He's yes. too good for this. You know, I, I know he's a heel, and you got a heel champ now, so he probably is not going to like. 
He's not going to get catapulted to TNT title on Darby. Take it off him. Put it on. Put on Myro. I, I, I would. I just. I, I want to see the. I want to see him cut promos too. But I want to see him wrestle too. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, 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 listen I, again. Not pushing him into title matches right away or whatever. But they, they got to advance this shit somehow. Um, maybe that. Maybe he's going to break up with Kip here because he's pissed off with the way this whole thing went down. But. I mean, he probably won't because we're probably going to be seeing either a tag match or it's going or or maybe you're going to see Miro versus Cassidy. I mean, at least if we get Miro versus Cassidy at the pay per view, at least you're going to see Miro wrestle. But if he loses to Cassidy, I'm going to be pissed off. So it probably will be a tag match, though. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be Chucky and Orange versus fucking yep. Miro and and Sabian. And it's yep. like, all right, but at some point, you know, we got, is this, I, 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 like you said, is Miro going to be happy doing this? Like, I, the whole idea for, Le- I, I know he probably wants some creative control over who he is and this and that, but you would think his whole reason for leaving and wanting to be at a place like AEW is so he's pushed basically to the moon, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. eventually, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I down don't. down the road, if Cody becomes champion, you, that could be a great program. Him him versus Cody, with Cody as a baby champ versus him, you know, as I mean, you could even do yeah. him and Cody before that, without a title, you know, something yeah. like that. I mean, there's so much you could do with this guy. Yeah, I I don't get like there's a lot I don't get coming out of this. Like the all right, we've talked about how many tag teams they've had and how, how big their roster is, and we talked about how they need a third hour or another show or whatever. Yeah. But you're you're having, like, all right, this is – it's a good thing. There's no rankings involved in this feud. There's no titles involved in this feud. It's just a feud. I like that, right? We're going to have a tag team match now with Miro and Kip versus the new best friends, whatever. I like that, except I don't like – the story and I don't like the people involved in it. Yeah. So right. they put all this time into it for these four. I I don't I don't understand like why how if any of us had a company and we got Miro in it, this would not be the usage. No. No. I don't no. understand what the hell they're thinking. Uh, yeah, I I'm with you. I, I really don't. It's it's so like I I don't want to say they need to reset. <laughs> At this point, but I think they need to reset some things on this roster because if you have a guy like him and Archer, like the big killers, right? Yeah. You would think they would fight for the main title. Yeah. Right? Then you have the TNT title. They can fight for that too. That's cool. But you have so many tag teams. You don't need to be making these these weird tag teams. Yeah. And then I don't know, like like White House suggested many times, they need to make like an X division type setup. I th- I I just I don't understand it, and I don't understand how Miro, especially I don't understand how Miro could be okay coming in to this. I I don't understand any of it. Yeah, uh, and you know, I just just think about names you could have them. Like, I mean, they're doing the hang, the Hangman and Hardy thing. Hangman hasn't had like a feud. Yeah, and how hasn't had a proper long? feud in so long? And he's supposed to be he's he's a baby, right? I mean, Hangman and Miro. I mean, <laughs> right? How awesome could that? You could they could spend six months fighting each other, and it could be awesome. You know what I mean? There's just uh, there's so much there's so much they could do. They're, it's it's almost like they have their little like five. They all right. We got this big thing going on with Inner Circle. We got this thing in Darby. 
Um, Cody's mm-hmm. got this stupid TNT shit. And then, you know, we have the the Mox, Kenny, Callis, Bullet Club, whole ordeal going on. And, and we're just going to focus, like, all on that. And then we'll we'll cherry pick and put other guys in here, here and there, you know. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't think he could be happy. I, I, unless he knows there's something coming after this that he really wants to do and this is... You know, maybe this is planned, and he kind of saw this coming. Because I mean, when he this this thing of him being part of this wedding was since the day he came to the company, best man. Yeah, it's crazy. That's how he debuted. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, it's funny because th- throughout through the week, we're texting each other about Jungle Boy and how great it's going to be hearing people sing that song. And I'm going on and on about, oh, I can't wait till he has his first title match and next year, you know, oh, picture it'll be great. Yeah, right. How are they going to get there? Yeah. Because they they have a guy like Miro stuck in something like this. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I know. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, so true. God. So we go from that shit segment <laughs> to another shit two-minute sec- two segment. Shock. On last Thursday night's post-show, pre-show, whatever, the communist of NBA, um, says he's going to wrestle Cupcake Cody Rhodes. Cupcake. I think that's what he said. Um, I don't know. Cupcake. uh, Yeah, whatever. I mean, it was some girly adjective he was using that was corny. It was really lame. Um... And his and he got a move, and he calls his move the Black Tornado. And he actually tried to show Ernie that move, and <laughs> I don't know if Ernie was looking at him with stupidity or he wanted to laugh, but was too scared to laugh at Shaquille O'Neal. But uh, it's announced that, as uh, AC already mentioned, the tag team of Cody and Red Velvet. We'll take on Shaq and the women's version of Lex Luger, Jade, <laughs> on Wednesday. Come on, man. Give her a chance. March 3rd. <laughs> no. No. Can't do it. Um, I, dude, if she, I hope she comes out and goes and is just awesome and you have to eat your words. <laughs> dude, you've seen the same movie and you know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. You never know, buddy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we covered this already. <laughs> yeah, we covered that part already, and I don't think we need to beat that dead horse. But uh, you know, I got a whole, you got a whole other month of it. So, right. plenty of time. Quick, they wanted to do the opposite of WWE, right? <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, <laughs> we got Snoop Dogg, we got Jack, <laughs> I know. we got the wedding. Yep. Yep, it's true. I mean, yeah, very true. The, the proof's in the pudding. Mm-hmm. And and hey, listen, you know one of the you know one of the things you always say about New Japaners that end up in WWE. I mean, other than some, you know, some of the takeovers, you know, they don't get that opportunity to be, you know, Shinsuke or you know Balor or whoever, and you know. I, I kind of feel the same way about Omega. I don't know if we're ever going to see New Japan, Kenny. Like, yeah, yeah, this, you know, what he's 
the the program's good and everything, but you know we haven't seen like six star match New Japan Kenny. You know what I mean? I don't know that we're ever going to see that in AEW. No, we we may not, and it's not co- it's not Omega's fault. But look who he had for a dance partner. Well, maybe maybe it is There's because no Okada. There's yeah, no Okada in AEW. Well, there. I mean, there's there's a lot of good goddamn talent in AEW too, though. Not, you know what I mean? Not say, I'm not saying there isn't, but it takes two to have that six star match. It just wasn't Kenny, and I'm the biggest Kenny guy. Um, but that took Okada as well. But it, they, they, they also had they also had 45 minutes, an hour, 50 minutes, right. 55 minutes. You know what I mean? That's that's where I'm get that's where I'm going with it. You know, if if Kenny was like, hey, you on on maybe this one pay per view, pick an opponent, whoever it doesn't really matter. Uh, th- I think we need to do a sixty man sixty minute Iron Man match. You know, and you're telling me they're gonna say no to Kenny? The, Probably the not. only guy that was six star match with seriously, I think would be Cody. Yeah, well, I mean, they, well, I mean, it, it, but are they going to go? Are they going to give it that? Or are they going to give it twenty oh, minutes? You uh, know what I mean? Right. That would be so sick. I'll take forty-five. Those yeah. two. Holy shit! Or I mean, do do freaking sixty-minute Iron Man match. They're Okada, oh, uh, Cody, and Kenny. Down. I mean, it's not going to happen tomorrow, but you know, the, there's some of those things they need to think about. And and listen, you do that. You want to pull in some, you know, other fans. Or, or just get a lot of buzz. A match like that would, I, I think, a lot of people would be like, "Holy shit, I, I gotta watch that." Because there's, yeah. there's, there's, and I know some of them that just don't watch Japan, New Japan at all, and they watch Kenny now, and they're like, "Dude, you guys are crazy. This guy is never the best wrestler in the world," and it, they just don't know. You know what I mean? Especially with the story they're telling now. You know, yeah. now he's going back to now. Now Kent is involved. Okay, so now we're flirting with New Japan. Okay. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but they're gonna have to. That's got to be part of the story, right? The matches yep. too. Yep. Yeah, he's well, gotta the, have the 30, 40 minute bangers. Yeah, well, the, I think the, the the problem is though the Kenta part of the story is Kenta versus Moxley. Right, right, yeah. but hopefully somebody else will come in that he can do that with. Well, there's yeah. a door that's gonna open, and uh, right. we're hopefully. gonna get to it. But yeah, I know where you're going, Edwards. There, hopefully, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the first one of the. It was one of the first things I thought of as well. <laughs> um, so then we go from the we go from back to back shit fest to a decent match that could have been better if they just kept the the lumberjacks out. I thought they made the match more annoying. Um, I thought when they were in the ring, Eddie Kingston and, and Archer, dude, they put on a uh, mm-hmm. they put on a clinic. On you know on, on each other. I mean, they, it was you know those some of those shots. You're like, wow, was there some meaning behind those shots? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they were pretty stiff. Um, and I think Archer likes the likes that, and I think obviously we know K- Kingston does. But dude, I like their chemistry, man. Yeah. I, I you know it's it's the second time. I think it was last week or the week before, but in the last couple weeks. We got back, you know. We got back-to-back matches with these two, and both of them were fifty-fifty, pal. Yeah, you know, oh, both yeah. of them were really, 
It's the only way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And both of them were stiff vests. And uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I like the spot where, you know, all hell's breaking loose with the lumberjacks, you know, outside the ring. And Archer just jumps over the, you know, jumps over the top on top of them all. Big guy who can do that. I'm all for it. Um, But again, it's like three or four times the lumberjacks are, are you know, fighting each other. Kind of took away from the match a little bit. Um, I like the spot where Jake knocks out the dude from Hybrid Theory. Yeah, that was good. I like that. that, I thought that was pretty good. And then Archer wins with the blackout, which is one of my favorite finishers. I I, I like his his, uh, blackout. He doesn't do the heart punch in AEW. I wish he would. He was doing that in New Japan. Um, well, he was also he was he was uh, what the hell else was he doing in New Japan? Uh, walked the top rope too. Yep, and he was doing the. Um, but he went from turnbuckle to turnbuckle. Uh, why can't, it can't? Why isn't it coming to me? He did it. He did it at the first show within Texas there. Um, to offspray, yes. It was uh, what you call it? The the Von Erich fucking claw. The claw. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think he did it to uh, Dust Dustin too when he made him bloody. Yes, that's he right. did. Not, he did do it to Dustin early his on. Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. Uh, yeah. But uh, positive for me. I mean, the match was good, but the lumberjacks took it away. It's getting Archer into more things now, and we're gonna get to you know Edwards is already spilling the beans towards the end, but we'll get there to. You know, some other stuff that you can see for for Archer, but it seems like whatever those dark days were, don't want to jinx it, but it seems like he's getting higher up on that list to be using in these in these higher spots, and uh, it's encouraging to see. I like it as much as I like him as a heel. I'm glad he's getting this opportunity as a babyface yeah. because he can be that badass babyface that. They really don't have that big man, badass baby face. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if they got it, I think they finally, basically what I'm saying in a roundabout way, is I think they finally found a good spot and the right spot for him. Let's hope. And it works. Yeah, it's definitely um, working. Let's hope they stick Yeah, with it. I, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, we go to an FTR video. It was a little weird. <laughs> um, just, you know, shitting on the management for giving them the week off and uh, you know just a typical FTR video and it ends with them having Marco handcuffed and mouth taped in a chair. <laughs> yeah. A little weird. AC popped. I do. <laughs> you can just leave him there for the rest of his life? <laughs> just hide him. Hide him somewhere they can never find him. <laughs> so then uh Right before the main event, we always get a little bit of a glimpse of what's next week. And uh, we're getting uh, Darby Allen and Joey J for the TNT title. Hippie. We're getting uh, Jericho and MJF versus the Acclaimed because the Acclaimed kind of, I didn't mention that during the Royal, the Battle Royal, but Acclaimed came out on kind of trying to steal a little bit of Inner Circle's Thunder. I think that's why this match came into play. And and this one shakes my head. The face of AEW 
with a rookie, Lee Johnson, versus two jobbers, Peter Avalon and Cesar Baboni. This is the best you got for Cody Rhodes. <laughs> it's head-scratching. And they're wondering why they haven't hit him. They can't continually hit a million. So, our main event, we go to Omega and Good Brothers versus, let's say it, AC, Death Triangle. Well, it really wasn't because you didn't have... Oh, but they did their little hand gesture, Death yeah. Triangle. Uh, yeah, they were they were missing they were missing a piece of the puzzle, but Triangle del Morte. Which I don't go. even know if it really is a thing anymore. They're, they do say it, but uh, we'll see what like, they do with like it. it. Yeah, like it, is, it is a cool name. It's a cool name. It's a fucking really cool name. And Moxley. And Moxley. Uh, we get Don Callis at the, at, at the commentary table. table. And, uh, you know, um, I thought this was a really good match. Back and forth. Every, everybody's getting their moves in. It wasn't much. It wasn't your typical shit fest six man tag matches. They actually made tags and tried to get the advantage. But it, when there were all in the ring, it made sense for the match. If, if I'm making sense, <laughs> but uh, um, Don had a good, good, good line in there when they were talking about, um, you know. Uh, Moxley has a problem with Omega. Phoenix has a problem with Omega. Pac from a year ago has a problem with Omega. Yeah. Don's response was, yeah, they're just getting a rub from the god of pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Dude, how, na- great how fucking awesome is Ray Phoenix, though? Dude. Oh, that fucking god stood up I rewound three of man. his spots. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. He, you know, remember we used to talk about Ricochet. We used to be like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't care anything he did, any kind of dive, any kind of move. It was just so smooth and perfect, and you never, it never got cringeworthy, dude. That's that's that is fucking Ray Phoenix. Even yep. even to more an extent, when I see Ray Phoenix dive, I almost think no other wrestler should dive again. Because you're you're never gonna dive better than Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. It, it, the things he yeah, it's, dude, it's amazing. He does Damn. shit nobody else is doing that most people can't that can't do. He did he did that super kick off the ropes, which he kind of stole from Flip, but he did it differently. And Flip's the, he's the only other person I've even seen attempt it. And I remember Flip telling me when he was in wrestling school, everybody's like telling him not to do it. They they were basically saying it, it could never work. And Flip. Flip would do it inside the ring. Phoenix did it like off the middle rope to a guy like on the outside of the ring. I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Mm-hmm. But those they're they're boys, so it wouldn't it wouldn't even surprise me if if they uh, if that like came up between them before because he Ray and um and Flip are very close. But yeah, I was just like, "Hey, you see him do shit that nobody else does." It's crazy, you know the shit he does. Is, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I thought it was a really good match. Uh, Omega, good brothers get the W. And, uh, you know, you got the good brothers and Omega, you know, stop in a mud hole in, in Phoenix and this, that, and everything else. And then Archer comes down and cleans house. And it took me a minute. I'm like, Archer coming down? Really? And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got his little, you know, he had his little thing with Phoenix and Pac. And so... 
he just enforced to you know made his way into this program, which which I thought was pretty cool. Good for him, you know. More eyes on him, and bigger, you know, bigger storyline. Especially when they didn't even announce next week, but I saw it already. I'll get to it towards the end. Uh, we uh, get uh, Archer, and then all of a sudden, all you're left in the ring is Omega and Moxley. Moxley's doing his, you know, his typical talking trash. Then the guy you get a guy in has a hood, a black hood, and then uh, takes it off. And outside of Kenta having evil hair, you know, thought it was pretty cool. Kenta gives him the GTS, which I love. Anytime you can put Moxley to sleep is fantastic for me. And and he and, and Kenta. And Kenta closes the show. So now it looks like everything, that all the rumors I've been reading for the last couple weeks, a potential relationship, go back a couple months when they let go of the president that Omega hated. Um, and it seems like these doors are opening. And uh, I think it's a good thing for pro wrestling that's new. And I'm hoping, and it's funny because all these, you know, last week or so, you've seen a lot of social media stuff going back and forth, specifically with the Bullet Club in New Japan, you know, shitting on Omega and the Good Brothers for what they're doing. And this past Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, Jay White made his return to New Japan Enforced him in a in a nice little storyline with Ishii, and uh, got on a mic and just shit all over what Omega and everybody else is doing. You know, Jay White saying that the real Bullet Club, this, that, and everything else. Uh, Tonga took took takes to Twitter, and he is outstanding on Twitter. And and then the Bucks' response to Jay White and Tonga on Twitter. Was uh, they took they took the Bullet Club shirt, the original shirt, and after two years of being not on a top list, one night they made it into the top selling T-shirt once again. And you're welcome was their response. So it's it's funny seeing how all these battles could maybe potentially lead something down the road. And uh, it's exciting times. Um, I'm enjoying it, and I'm hoping that this does lead us as well to uh, a certain IWGP champion and a certain AEW champion in the ring together again. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 It's hard to tell, like, how far this is really going to go. If it's just going to be New Japan, USA people, you know, uh, again, we you're, you're, we were guessing on what was going to happen with Impact. A lot of it didn't. Some of it did. You know, not as much crossover. Maybe we thought maybe a crossover pay-per-view. Maybe we still get that, but it doesn't really seem like that's going to happen. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw, they did announce another match for next week. They did. 
Yeah, you did. It, it's uh, Omega and Kenta versus Moxley and Archer. So that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good tag. I'm, I'm guessing that would be the main event next week. You would think false count anywhere, anything goes. Yep. Um. So that's pretty cool for next week. I don't know. Did you guys see uh, Thomas tweet last night? Like right after oh, a yeah. right after yes. AEW. Yes. He he uh he said, "Hey Kenta, while you're there, slap up Kenny Oshiga, middle aged bucks." Fetus and the other smaller fetus. And again, no Festus. need to thank Festus. us. Oh, fe- Festus. sorry, Festus. Yeah, when, Festus. When I say fetus, my bad. Fetus. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Blooper, of the, blooper of the night. <laughs> fetus. All good. Slap up the fetus. Uh, all right, yeah, so slap up Festus and other smaller Festus. And again, no need to thank us. Hashtag Bullet Club. But I popped when he said the middle aged bucks. It's <laughs> great. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, let's see if he has anything today that. No, nothing really. Just nothing really going on uh, today uh, with that. But yeah, dude, I popped hard for Kenta. Uh, I popped when Archer came out too. Um, getting Archer involved, I love it. Uh, Kind of stoked for that that uh, tag match next week. I mean, obviously this match this match was the the main event was awesome. The the ending was awesome. It, the nice part about how this all kind of played out at the end is if that doesn't happen, this is probably a really bad show. It just it takes like kind of like the bad taste out of your mouth, puts a good taste, gives you stuff to look forward to. I always look for shit uh, uh, ending that's gonna damn. Now I want to see what happens next week. And they gave you that on this show, which which is which is cool. And they give you all this. Oh my god! I wonder who else could possibly come at some point or whatever. But at the same time, we spent a lot of time on this show. And I'm not poo pooing, you know, Kenta being there and you know him feuding with Moxley over multiple, you know, multiple um, companies now or whatever. But we just spent a lot of time on. All these guys they're doing nothing with. And you have all the guys from Impact. You have guys from New Japan now coming over. And it does that hurt this huge... Like, they do have a very vast roster. And a very vast roster of guys they're doing nothing with. You know, and now bringing all these other guys into the mix. And they're they're all in the same kind of program. And it might keep some other people down and out. Which, that part of it kind of sucks. Uh, it does, uh, it does suck, but the first, the first. I'm sorry, Edward. No, you're good. You're good. Go it does. It does suck in a way, but the the survival of the fittest comes to my mind. You know, and it's just like, yeah, but you take what you get. If it's even a little bit, but you just make an impact of what with what you get. And, yeah, well, and, the whole the whole reach for the brass ring theory. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, you mean, know, I guess. You know, but it's just, it's just, this, this is something, I don't know, man. This is something that, Christ, we talked, we talked a year and a half ago, you and I, you see. Yeah, I didn't really this. love the idea back then, though, either. You know, no. And I, I'll tell you what, though, I, I, and I, I do. It's just, it's something different. The stuff's not being done anymore. And, you know, it's just whatever this leads to, or what if, or, Maybe nothing, but 
just the fact that they're trying to go down these waters makes you to believe that they're trying to do something different. And and that that's what I'm for. I still I just think they do I don't think I don't see to me, I just don't think AEW needs it either. Then I it, yeah, it's cool here and there, yeah. I guess I, I guess it's cool, but I don't think they necessarily need it. It seems like these guys just want to wrestle their friends. And okay, I guess that's fine. Uh, but you know, kind of, you know, there this this whole thing with him and Moxley has played out over a long time, and oh, like over there, and wasn't even mentioned on AEW TV at all. You know, they they barely even mentioned the fact. I don't even think they mentioned that he's the IWGP USA IWGP. Yeah, I know, but you know, if you're time, if you're just an yeah. AEW fan who wants to see AEW people in these spots, you're probably like, "What the fuck?" Here's what I'm thinking. Before I get into it, I wanted to say just the match itself. Uh, in the beginning, I said this is one of my favorite matches. I think or one of the best matches. Yeah, I loved this match. I um, do. And I was shocked at how I thought Moxley was going to stick out like a sore thumb, but he hung, mm-hmm. and I thought he I thought he looked great with uh, Pack and Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to give a little love to Moxley because he's he doesn't really get any from White House at all. So no, White House hates him. <laughs> he he couldn't even he couldn't Moxley. even give him a a shout out for his great promo last week. He had to he had to be mad that he drinks his coffee hot. <laughs> I loved hearing that, by the way, because I thought he cannot, he will not put Moxley over. No, 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 he won't. But the the thing that I was shocked about, not only, yeah, Kenta, obviously, right? But they said IWGP. US and when I heard that, I thought, okay, that, it's on. Yep. They have a relationship. Yep. Now, to what extent, we don't know. But, I mean, do you guys think maybe this is going to be simply... Because of travel restrictions and quarantines and all that, maybe Tony's going to hold the match on AEW pay-per-view. Uh, I, I do I think, think that's that, possible. I think, okay. I, I, again, I could be wrong, but what if this is to help New Japan continue launching their USA uh branch it, it, it could be and ac you bring up a good point that i want to i do want to discuss a little bit but if you're new japan uh whatever the stand white house you guys well both of you will probably know whatever their um current situation is with ring of honor if they're looking at american wrestling right now i gotta think aew would even be more attractive than roh at this point oh yeah absolutely Absolutely. Right. Well, well, there are. They just signed a deal with Roku TV to do a one-hour weekly show. Right. I believe on Thursdays. Thursdays. Yeah, Thursdays. Yep. Thursday nights, a one-hour show on uh, on Roku TV. Now, I don't know if that's going to be regular New Japan, you know, from Japan or the USA mm-hmm. stuff. So that could be part of the reason, you know. And and months ago. Khan did extend that, you know, olive branch, so to speak, where he said, you know, I'm fine with some of my guys going over there. And if, you know, if they ever wanted to work with me, all they got to do is call. (laughs) So I guess one of those calls happened. Um, 
Who knows? Maybe Cal- Maybe the callus factor kind of <clears throat> got so. got this thing got this thing rolling a little bit here. And I'm I'm not trying to po- I, listen. I popped. I I you know it's 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 it, it it is awesome in its own right. I just at the same time with you know with so much not going on for so many other guys, it's like I don't think you know if they want to do this for a little while because it's going on. Okay, cool. But I still think. You got to worry about who's in your in your house too, because at some point, you know, we'll go back to some kind of normalcy. You would think, and New Japan's mm-hmm. going to want to do their own thing in the United States, and you know, and you 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 know, impact, you know, whatever. We'll see. I, I could I could see them maybe not doing you know doing this and then not doing stuff and then maybe doing it. You know, that roster has a lot of limitations right now too, because it just the typical impact. You know. Kind of the way it works with them. They after a few months they got to retool the roster again. They can't keep anybody. So, and I even read Cordona's on like not even on a contract with them. You know, like so you know it's a so their their roster is kind of I don't know restrictive to how much you could really do with them. I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's cool. It's fun to see. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe you get Kenta and Moxley at the pay per view for the IWGP. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those New I'm, Japan I'm, strong. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm kind of I'm kind of fine wherever they do it. If they want to do that in a pay per view, obviously I'm fine with it. Uh, but it, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't know that they need to keep doing so much of this. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so I'm trying to. You're you're probably right when you say, "What about all the guys on AEW that can't get on?" Like I agree with that, obviously, but. Like, I'm looking at this possibility of these companies working together as not taking time away from people, but maybe it's going to force Tony to, like, restructure the show. Like, mm-hmm. like things that we complain about, like the wasted time on AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it, does it, do we necessarily need to have a four-on-four for 13 minutes? No. Right? So maybe by having some, oh, we got to factor in the new Japan guys now or the impact guys or this Omega storyline. Well, good. Cut the matches down. You know, I just, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this Monday night marks podcast. I'm doing with little Q max. Uh, you could check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Um, that was a plug. Um, yeah, pal, plug it, pal. But we just did the, our first raw of the Monday night war. And they had now, of course, raw at that time was an hour. Right, so minus commercials, it was like forty-two minutes. There were three matches. Two matches were squash matches. They were mm-hmm. like two minutes, two and a half minutes, and the main event was like I don't know, fifteen. Shawn Michaels, yeah, Psycho Sid. The rest of it was hype promos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm trying to, I'm I want that back because you can do more on a show in an hour. By doing that, so I'm hoping that maybe Tony's going to have to, you know, restructure the show a little bit. I would yeah. love to see, I like I said to both of you or just you, AC. I can't remember what thread we were on there, but I said, how great would it be if Jay White and God showed up and just laid a beating on Omega? Now I know there's travel, and I know that, da, 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 yeah, but yeah. that would be something that would, I mean, it wouldn't take too much time. Jungle Boy's not going to get that time. But I would rather see that than another extra two minutes in a match that doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. 
So. No, it's cool. I'm just I, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit of how mm-hmm. how this how this is all going to work. You know, um, is it you know maybe maybe it's it, maybe it's AEW saying hey our guy's going to wrestle in New Japan again. Let's promote it on our show too. You know, because you know for whatever reason you know maybe we'll get some some more people will watch. The New Japan show, but then, you know, maybe we get some of their people to come over here. Or maybe Moxley, you know, maybe uh, Moxley's, you know, they're, instead of just calling them, you know, John Moxley there, maybe they're, you know, saying, you know, former AEW champion John Moxley or something, whatever. You know, to kind of, to kind of like, you know, or say, you know, Moxley was undefeated in AEW until, you know, you know, December, whatever, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot, there, there's obviously a cross promotion aspect, which, which, which I agree with. I mean, yeah. and, and like you said, if, you know, Hey, we're, if we're going to get a pay-per-view where it's Jay White versus Kenny Omega or Jay White versus Cody Rhodes or something. Yeah. I'm mean, like, nobody's going to complain about seeing that. <laughs> right. It's it just, I worry, I worry about like how much of it they're doing now because you, you can almost see, you know, the good brothers are there every week, which isn't bad because I really like the good brothers. Yeah, I get it. But it, it's all, it's all, it's also then taken other tag teams we like and they're there's they're not wrestling on AEW TV that often now or something you know what i mean right you know? yeah i totally get that too but the other the other aspect too i like about this is after i saw that kenta appeared i wasn't watching it live i said to myself i got to start watching this live again just period boom because like we just said th- throughout the show here we don't know how long the good brothers are going to be showing up on AEW we don't know mm-hmm. how long omega is going to be showing up on impact uh, it's that question, like, is it just Kenta, or are we going to see more, or what is it? Yeah. Like, just the fact that we don't know is going to keep me locked in, and I think that's going to be better for AEW in the long run, because I think that's going to be every wrestling fan's going to want to know, what the hell's going on, I gotta watch. Yeah, oh yeah, and they, like, you you get the late show pop, like, first of all, it, it, it lifted, it elevated the show for sure, but then it also made me say, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on this show I didn't like, but I'm definitely going to watch next week because I want to see what happens now. And then you go, okay, you know, Kent, Kent is fucking wrestling on a on AW TV next week, so that's awesome. So I'm going to watch next week. So from that side of it, I get it, you know. Mm. But again, I just don't. I, I just hope they're not going to like. I, I I just think there's a hap. They got to find a happy medium with it. That's all. Absolutely, yep, I agree for sure. All right. Well, we, at, we. I mean, we got in everything. AEW. You guys got any? Uh, you guys got any more you want to get into here? Or? We could talk variant if you want to, Andy. Uh, it's up to you. For, for enough of that. I guy. mean, there are many variants. <laughs> so let, let me ask you this, Doctor Fauci. <laughs> yeah. What? Why is it? Why is it okay to say UK variant? And, and South African variant, but you can't say you can't say China virus. Well, variant constitutes uh, not their fault. See, <laughs> the origin by saying China virus means intent to harm from China, and I, that's it's no good. Oh, oh I, I that's thought, the difference. I mean, I thought it was just China virus because that's where it came from. But I mean, who knows? I you know because the variant came from South Africa, or variant came from 
UK has it. You know, I was just wondering how many masks do you have on right now? Four. Oh, okay. You got fourteen. You got a lot. I mean, you got fourteen. A, <laughs> you got a lot of protection there. <laughs> I do. I'm not getting this thing. Oh really. my god. Are you ha- are you happy? Your best friend's a president now. Oh, and it's great. It's great. Joe's in there now. Joe loves me. You would not believe how better of a day I have with Joe. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's great. I mean, wh- why would why would you want to be held accountable when you're the highest paid federal employee in the country? But you know, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was one of those things you think but you don't say at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forget. I forgot the. I forgot the filter in my mask. Apparently. <laughs> White House final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, we've got a, a lot of wrestling lately. Uh, New Japan's been putting on something uh, for the last week or two. Uh, Royal Rumble, AW stuff, Impact. Had a pay-per-view not too long ago. They're setting up for a new one. Uh, um, NXT's got something on Valentine's Day. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of wrestling going on. And there's a little bit of something for everyone. So it's, it's really a good time to be, uh, to be involved in wrestling. Because, like I said, there's something for everyone. And it's a good time. It's very exciting. Especially what AEW's doing with New Japan now impact them you know it's uh it's all good it's very exciting i'm looking forward to see what they uh surprise us with next yep absolutely and uh hollywood your final thoughts but the next version of monday night marks which is that going to be the pay-per-view yes so oh nice what we're yeah what we're going to do is uh we're going to do the WCW pay-per-view, which is Fall Brawl 95, we're at. Then we'll do Nitro Raw, Nitro Raw, and then it should be the In Your House for WWF. So then we'll do that and then compare, you know, go back and compare that to the WCW pay-per-view. So I think that's that's how we're going to try and run it. It it was funny, too, because when when I first heard the, the the first two shows, I'm like, man, I was like, It'd be really cool if they did the pay-per-views because I'm like, I'm going to watch the pay-per-views like as I go through here because why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? So I think that's that's I think that's a good way to do it too. Yeah. That's cool. So we'll look, yeah. we'll look forward to that. But any final thoughts other than that for you? Uh, just to piggyback off what White House says, um, I suddenly wish there's more hours in a day because I haven't been watching AEW live. The other day, when we were crippled by the snow, I had a lot of time, so I watched three episodes of AEW, watched the Royal Rumble. Um, I want to start watching New Japan again, and it's so funny how this, like, I'm one of those fans where I'll go hardcore, and then I'll get out, and then I'll want all of it. And I'm at that point again where I want to see all of it again. So, yeah, it's weird, but... I, I think it is. It, it's a good time and an interesting time and a fun time to be a wrestling fan because especially with this whatever alliance, working agreement all these companies have together, it's it's going to be a fun ride. So yeah. we'll see exactly what happens. Yep, and I think I think to you know kind of just put a bow on it, I, I think as arenas start getting fans back, we hope 
And as, well, you would hope travel restrictions would start being lifted, but then you hear otherwise in some areas. So, you know, it's probably going to be another year of this up and down stuff, but you wonder when, when things are open, wide, wide open, um, kind of these companies willing to form these alliances now, you know, they'll probably stick with it and it may, it may make it easier to kind of do it where, you know, like we're talking about, you know, Brian Cage, where maybe, you know, Brian Cage isn't really doing much for AEW right now. Let's throw him in a storyline on New Japan. And he just goes over and works for New Japan for, you know, one of their tournaments or something. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that kind of aspect aspect of it can be could be cool um, if if they do things like that. Or is it just going to be the, you know, the main top guys in championship programs? We'll have to we'll have to see that all play out. But it's definitely the my the, my biggest takeaway, even through all the BS stuff on this week's Dynamite or you know what. Beach Bash or whatever the fuck it was called, um, which I kind of like. I, I, I'm not. I'm not really big on these like themed dynamites. Um, in between, kind of like if they're spread out in between pay per views, I can live with it. But this, I feel like they should be working hard towards Revolution right now, and not so much booking that show. But I, now that we're out of it, I'm, I'm guessing they will. But my biggest takeaway is just that that the idea of what they did. To end this show makes me, I'm going to be in front of my TV 8 o'clock Wednesday. You know, I'm not going to wait till Friday to watch it or the weekend. Like, I'm going to be there live watching it and probably want to do a podcast right after and talk about what happens. So right. that, it makes doing this easier, but it makes it, 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 not easier, it makes it more fun. And it make it makes it more fun to watch it and then be like, boom, we're all watching it live and then we're going to jump on and do a podcast. Kind of get back in that kind of rhythm of doing it because like we're, we're all watching on different days and this, that, and the other. And then it just makes it feel less important. And you're like, all right, do I want to take, you know, three hours, four hours of my life to go do a podcast on now when I'm not even that cool with what's going on with the show? You know, it just, it kind of just makes everything flow better. And like you said, if it makes you excited to watch some other shit, it gives us more to talk about too. And uh, we kind of expand on what's going on in the wrestling world. It, it, the, thing, the thing is, is, like, New Japan, I'm just like that, too. Like, I'll be really into it, and then I'll get out of it, and then I'll be really into it, and then I'll get out of it. So I kind of have that kind of relationship with my New Japan watching anyway. So maybe maybe stuff like this makes you think to maybe, oh, you know what, I'm going to peek in more. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. But I'm Matty Kool-AC. He's Mr. Hollywood Edwards. The Professor Whitehouse will be back... Uh, Next week, in some form, to talk to you guys, we'll break down Dynamite. I, I'm, I'm sure all of us will be watching live with the way the way this show kind of played out. So, you know, we'll be we'll be back for you next week. Make sure you listen to the uh, Monday Mar- Monday Night Mark show. It's awesome, especially if you've never seen that stuff before. I would suggest watching the shows if you have time. You know, time's always a thing. If you could watch the shows and listen to the podcast, it's even awesomer. Uh, but that'll do it for tonight. Cool truth. Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Podcasting Network. Nighty night, everybody. Nighty night. Nighty night.